0: done, Don't do me. Don't wanna be done. Don't do me. She don't wanna be done. Don't do me. She don't wanna be done.
1: done. Hey listen, I'm so so mad that he couldn't do it without rapper hands.
0: He 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 said, don't do me. She
1: don't wanna be done. Oh,
0: man. <laughs> Why you got me looking like hustle and flow? <laughs> <the way, laughs> it's crazy. Hey, when Whoop he edited
1: hey, it and snap, that was the worst part. Oh
0: man. <sighs> hey, we all <laughs> I'm a little late with that, huh? <laughs> hey, happy tax season, everybody. Tax season. Go find your baby mamas. Go find, you know, go find you your girl. Secure that bag. Yes, pen pals, you know, all pen that. Pal. She held you down pal, all 2018. You know what I mean? I mean, go claim all of her kids. Get the social security claim numbers the kids out the door. Go ahead, happy tax season. <laughs> Cue the intro.
2: Hey, y'all, it's just Chris Star,
0: big mouth C, your boy, normal ass coral with grown folks' business. Grown
1: folks' business,
0: like your mama used to tell you, stay out of grown folks' business. I mean, I'm grown, I'm grown too. Shit, we all grow, hit me with the air welcome to The grown, grown folks, folks' business,
2: business. wonderful.
0: She's not looking at you. One oh, day,
1: I
3: wouldn't
0: play. Uh, I had it started
1: recorded, but it
0: wouldn't.
3: What play.
2: What was that? You uh,
1: remember that? I don't see him
2: play. and I was low. <laughs> One day when I was low.
1: oh my God! <laughs> no, no, I wish you would
0: hit me with the air horns, real so quick. Man. Here that. we go. Why? Hit me with the air Why horns. Why are
2: you mad at that? The- yes, it's feeling real. That was real now. an emoji video, first of all.
0: That was that was you, you living your best life. It I was, was living my best. It life. was still
2: you though. I stay living my best life.
0: Everybody, welcome to Grown Folks Business, oop, episode oop. two point six. I am one of the hosts, normal-ass Carl with a K. What, what is he doing? What I, are you doing? I was trying something different. I can't try something different. Dope,
1: but why are you like, why do you have this whole like rollout? Design, and you know, I'm gonna nice tell you energy. where I'm gonna tell you where it started. <laughs> You're gonna tell me about it. Me. It started with the hair in the bathroom because I noticed that you cut yourself up specifically for this episode. So what's going on with you? Oh, I was
0: looking mad trash though. I was looking like Forrest Whitaker after oh. about three weeks after a haircut. He,
1: he lotioned up. He got on a pair of uh, vans that he, I didn't see him
0: regularly up. wear. Well now that we on cam, a, I mean I gotta got look a, a little better out. now. You know what I mean? So it's like if they gonna have me on camera, man, I gotta at least come out here representing for the Hefty Brothers. You know what I mean? So, hefty, hefty, So,
1: so you, were telling, you were telling the folks who you were. Can you, repeat, can you repeat your name again? I'm Normal Ass Carl with a K. <laughs> and uh, and who are you?
2: Jessica Starr. <laughs> <laughs>
1: He's hating.
0: And he gonna pump himself up. Who are you?
1: I'm Big Mouth Caesar. Barley. No, 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 no. Stop there you go. <laughs> I'm so mad. Why you get crooked? Alright, so look. There you go.
2: Barely. Since you
1: wanted that. No, just
2: kidding. Arrow. <laughs>
0: There you go, she's out here on it. Y'all poppin'. act like
2: y'all ain't missing me.
0: Fresh off the plane, she's
1: back. I thought you was going to say she was fresh off the boat.
2: Listen, like,
0: people were absolutely dying on how you ended our last episode. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh yeah, I-, I wanted to mention that because I know a lot of podcast listeners might go through like the majority of an episode and feel like they don't need to catch what's at the very end, um, and I feel like for all intents and purposes, that's probably like a good way to approach podcasts, but the end of the last podcast that we recorded, I think it's something that you'll want to hear. <laughs>
0: it was nuts it was graphic she's nuts
1: she's yeah they, they were all nuts She's definitely. <laughs> we definitely all nuts
0: <laughs> yeah, planters planters it's crazy
1: uh star can you tell us where they can find us at
2: as always you can find us at grown folks business and that's b-i-z n-e-s-s
1: okay carl what's been going on with you oh wait a minute oh you want to tell me where you can get the shirt you
0: can get your merch at mm-hmm. www.grownfolksbusiness.bigcartel.com also we have Two new clothing items on our shop Or in our shop Say it's, it with your chest Say it with my chest We got two new clothing items in our shop We have crew necks Damn. We got hoodies
2: what? Uh,
0: And I think we got baseball tees coming up soon So you can get the hoodies and the crew necks in black and gray the card- me. and I actually I'm wearing the the gray hoodie right now as we can speak with that. I the, stay in my
2: black crew neck. There we, we go. We got great uh gray crew necks as well.
0: Great crew necks as well. Get lit, man. You know our guy. He always stay lacing us up with the fresh gear. He actually always says like, "Hey, I got, I'm gonna try something different." We trying to get the grill bibs, but you know it's not the season right now. <laughs> not yet. We trying to stay in season.
1: What did you call him the first time? Call what? The, the grill bibs. Called oh no, that's grill. what you called them. Grill bibs.
0: Yeah. We're talking He's about,
2: talking about apron. Apron. Okay. By yeah. the way,
0: this is like the third time I've done that. huh? Grill yeah. bibs. That's all right. One of these times I'm gonna grow up,
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> living my best
1: life. So okay, questions so... by cease. No, no, no. Star. Oh, okay. You've been gone. Talk to the people.
2: Yeah, you know, um, I was out in DC doing some work. Um, you know,
1: what was DC like this time of year?
2: Um, so we got off the airplane. It was 11 degrees. It was 11 degrees and we missed the polar vortex. So it would have been even colder if we stayed any longer. Um, The government was shut down while I was there. Did get to visit uh, Congressman Mike Levin, um, which was pretty cool. And uh, went to the MLK Memorial. And it was really unfortunate because there were kids there. And I was like, dang, this is probably like their fifth grade trip. And the government is shut down. So it's not even a good trip for them. Because like all the museum aspects are shut down. They can't get no pamphlets from any place. And I was like, that's trash. So
1: that's interesting because I can remember a time where I didn't necessarily, well, I can remember a time where I didn't work in connection with the government Mm -hmm. and there was a government shutdown and I didn't think too much of it.
2: At all. It's a whole different ballgame now.
1: But then now that I travel more and I know other people that are traveling, I know other people that work for different entities of the government, Mm -hmm. that shutdown business is wild
2: and then for it to have gone on for so long
1: oh also shout out to all the businesses who like extended themselves to people who were struggling through that point and were like look we're going to make sure that you get you some food or you get the like the necessary items that you need in your home and then when they opened up the government shout out to them for continuing that knowing that those people weren't going to get paid that day
2: yeah round of applause for those people because uh that's that's deep and it's always good to see the community taking care of the community too.
0: I was more, I was like really concerned that the IRS wasn't going to be able to give me my refund. More than anything, they was affected by it. I heard they had lost selfish. like fifty percent of they work for. Nah, that's not really selfish because I already paid them because I claimed zero, so they get all that feel money like, up front.
2: I just feel like during a government shutdown, why well, we got to pay federal taxes.
1: That's a good point. All right, so <laughs> y- y'all are already into it because um, that was one of my questions. Uh, for questions with see Hit
0: me with the brings. Oh, he wants to Man, you gotta still. <laughs> questions by cease
2: y'all should see this little smirk that carl gets on his face whenever the brings start he's like a literal child i think the, when fun, the funny
1: part is that we called the sound effects the brings yeah what is
0: it really called on the on the button piece
1: brings. i want to I wa tell you all right because yeah. it wasn't for what that sound effect was for isn't for what we use it for but it works perfectly so brings all right so you just brought it up your taxes yes um
0: and we brought it up in the beginning so
1: yeah um are you getting money back yeah i just did my taxes today and i was pissed okay so we'll stop right there because we're get in your personal business start you always get money back
2: i usually do but you know there's a lot of changes so we'll see
1: okay um i don't usually get money back but i'm gonna get money back this year Hey, you get ta- lit. so you did your taxes already no i just know i'm gonna I, I usually know what threshold i need to like fall under on in multiple categories to get money back so i made estimated tax payments last year so that i know that i would be within where I need it to be
0: gotcha okay okay that makes sense so
1: that's the first thing but then when are people filing their taxes because I know some April
2: be- 14th
1: yeah I was gonna say I no, know some people, some people want it up front and I'm thinking to myself like I'm trying to wait to the last minute if I'm getting money back
0: I'm afraid that they're gonna tell me how I owe you so I, I well first of all <laughs> an even deeper question to what you're asking then and this will you I guess people
1: roll over and answer do you spend your tax money when you get it um, well interestingly enough I've had two jobs forever And that affects the way that your taxes are done So I've been blessed to have Made a lot more money than I have in the past Over the last couple of years So I haven't gotten money back So, Yeah
2: I pray that I stay under um, But for me I do use it as Like a travel fund I see it as like my savings account for travel Yeah. So whatever I get back um, I save a portion of it In a savings account but then I'm like This is my travel money
0: Got you yeah, I've saved up my taxes since 2014 each time I throw it in the savings. And then at least if I run into hard times or something like that, then it's like, all right, I'll dip from that. But I try not to. So my account is holding really strong right now for the last five years. So I've been doing all right. What's
2: your eyes' regular savings strategies if um, you have
0: one? I try to put away as much. You don't mu- have to say the number, but. No, no, I try to put away as much as I can. I got like three different avenues that I save from. I use that app capital that we talked about on previous episodes. Mm-hmm. I use my tax money. That's other money that I use to save. And then I put away money uh, each uh, each check. Doesn't matter what it is. But sometimes things come up so I try not to put away the same amount. I just put away the maximum I can for each time. I know my mom will say like, oh, well put away 10% or 15% of your, your, your check after mm-hmm. you first get it. But it's like, oh, sometimes you can't do that. You right. know what I mean? So, But I stay with cash. So if if a government shutdown ever came or some type of shutdown our way or whatever, um, I'd be able to survive for some time. So I'd be all right.
2: I have money going into a separate account that is my pure rainy day fund. Yeah. So like I don't even carry a debit card for that. So if I need to get the money, I have to physically go in the bank and get it. And then I have an active saving. And then last year I was really proud uh, because I saved up enough money to pay off One of my smaller student loans. So my goal is to aggressively get rid of student loans because I'm over it. I'm done. I don't want to deal with them. Right. So 2020 is the goal payoff.
1: See, she's saving money. Oh yeah. I got a savings account in the shoebox.
2: I guess it's an upgrade from the mattress, so I'll let it slide. Bro
1: a true drug dealer.
2: (laughs) No, no, not even, not even. It's cash. Uh,
0: Big Roxy,
1: a Big was his name. (laughs) I because to 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 like um, elaborate on Carl's point. Like I feel like we live in in that age where we're not too far away from them being like, nah, we can't get you your money right now. That's just.
2: I think that's why I have two separate banks. I want to get it to three, but.
1: And so you don't believe that those three separate banks have a a very thin uh, tie between them that if one of them told you they couldn't get your money, the other two probably wouldn't tell you the same thing?
2: Well, I feel like one is with one being credit union and one being like a corporate, I feel like there are different connections that they have and our money is tied up very differently. hmm, But I don't know.
1: Yeah, no, no, no. I just feel like we live in a day and age where we're seeing a lot of stuff that used to be fantasized. It's like, oh, that would never really happen, but wouldn't it be crazy if... And I'm just not trying to be on the wrong side of wouldn't that be crazy if.
2: That's real. I know my parents always tell me, like, I need to carry cash or at least have some at home. And I never do.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. And that's I like,
2: traveled to D.C. for a week with no cash. On hand? And I usually don't do that. But I just, I didn't get to the bank.
0: That is scary because if electronics goes down, that's where all our money is. It's
1: all one right. of my conspiracy theories. But yeah, we'll I was save gonna that say, for we, another we, day. We, we get uh, deep into that. <laughs> all right. next Hit, qu- hit the brings. Again? <laughs> hit the brings. Oh, my goodness. Hold on. Wait. It's a lot of stuff going on right now.
2: Conspiracies by Carl. All right. (laughs) You did the smile face.
1: (laughs) I sat there and looked at it. Because
0: you're like, anticipation. Oh, my God. It's like waiting to get into the jump rope. Go ahead. Um, So
1: I got got two rather personal questions I'm getting ready to ask y'all. All right. Oh, boy.
2: Let me put my tea down.
1: All right. So one is, and I guess, well, Star, you can tell me, before you go to the bathroom, Are you washing your hands?
2: It depends on what I did before. (laughs) If I peel the orange, I don't want my vagina burning. Um, If my hands are, like, actually dirty, yeah, I'd wash them. But it's not a consistent practice for me to wash before I use the restroom.
1: Okay. Carl, what about you? Don't you do it. Answer the question.
2: (laughs) He gave you the mama grant. That was between the teeth.
1: With the teeth. Uh, yeah, I
0: think with her, it just depends on, you with know, her. with me, I mean, not really.
2: <laughs> you ain't wiping me,
3: brother. Yeah, I was gonna say. That's
0: Wip- nasty.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you got to get your own.
0: W- wiping me is crazy. <laughs> wiping
3: me, wiping me.
0: Um, <laughs> <laughs> baby,
2: you know, it's all right. All right. All
0: right. Go I ahead, was bro. at Marsha
2: last night. So that's nah, all good. Oh, that's right. You did. Do that. Yeah. My hair should hear some uh, residuals.
0: Um, I think for me, it's, um. It's depending on, again, like, if like what did I do before? Like, am I playing in the mud? uh, You know, sometimes <laughs> I go play golf, bro. So sometimes, you, you know, go your, your
1: ball, your okay, ball. Okay, yeah, that makes more yeah, sense. Yeah,
0: you know what I mean? If I, you know, whatever I touch beforehand, because you don't want nothing to burn. If I ate Cheetos before. <laughs> Hot Cheetos, and yeah. trying hey,
2: to say hey, you jalapeno poppers. Hey, y'all better lo- wash.
1: He loves hot chips, so
0: that oh. makes sense. And he yeah. likes to
2: mix his hot Cheetos with smart pops. Hey, y'all. but
0: listen, like you don't just not wash your you don't wash your hands because it's like oh I just ate hot chips. Like you've had an experience already before <laughs> where <laughs> you know <laughs> where you've ate some hot chips and you touched yourself and you was like yo. <laughs> <laughs> you touched
1: yourself.
2: Well, look, he, you go to the bathroom. No, you? he's
1: he, he's right though.
2: <laughs> yeah, we've all had experiences. <laughs> anyway, I, like, I was about to tell your story, but story. was a big mouth cease.
1: The reason, Burning by cease. The
2: reason, <laughs> the
1: reason I started <laughs> doing it is because I was actually sitting on the toilet and I dropped in. And I, and I had just cleaned the toilet and I told myself I would hate to, like.
2: Your song dropped in? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and so I would, all I, right, I, I would all hate that. Right. Wait, ha- how does that work? Yeah.
1: Listen, anyway, that's why I said we don't need to elaborate, but I'm just saying, like. I but did
2: ha- it go like bloop? <laughs>
1: I would hate to self-impose that on myself. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it said. He broke the whole bowl. <laughs> he broke
0: the whole... And pause. pause. And, <laughs> all
1: right. <laughs> it's
0: getting
2: hot air.
0: I, I, I didn't like
1: that experience. So I was oh, like, I'm going to make man. sure I wash my hands. So I don't want no, uh, no Do you chemicals. wash the
2: toilet every time you sit down now? In what? case you bloop into it?
1: Uh, well, no, that was the problem. It just got cleaned with chemicals.
2: Oh, yeah.
1: So I was like, God forbid, I was like touching some rubbing alcohol, and then I went to go. You know what I mean? Like, so I just always, as a precaution, wash my hands beforehand. That's fair. So that's some that's advice fair. out there for the men. Is I, I know we always men, younger men observe older men doing it all the time, and even like getting a napkin and being delicate with the the unit. But I feel like we're talking grown. There's a reason for that. They've they've learned Y'all something. That, with a napkin. No, I've seen older men do it all the time. Where they don't want to touch their selves with their bare you hands. You know
2: what? I do remember having a conversation with a man who was like, oh, yeah, my hands are clean before I touch my... And I was like, oh, I guess so. Yeah,
1: I, I, that's just a trait that I used to kind of like scoff and laugh at that I've taken off. Yeah, I'm not trying to okay. do nothing to myself. Carl, you said this. This is the next question, right? Yeah. Everybody's had a cold sore? Well, I've had one.
2: I think so.
0: Yeah, it's more common. There's a difference. Most people what? don't
2: even know that that's what it is because they just think their lips are hella chapped. But, um...
0: Or even like a canker sore. I never had a canker sore, but I used to know a guy that I used to get them all the time. But like if I get one, it's because I'm sick or my body's fighting like an infection or something like that. My mom gets them, so that's where I imagine getting them from. But if you get them on your wee wee. <laughs> no, 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 no. We moved on from that. If you I, I'm trying to think. That's <laughs> You don't want it on your. Of uh, course not, Carl. Stop, thank man. You, thank you. Oh man, use protection. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, I can't. Yeah, it's a little more than that.
1: Oh, it's a. Why oh, do the fist? I've been watching cease. <laughs> That's the problem. Uh, so is that you've had one? I, I'm, I've never I had. one. I feel
2: like I have. Um, it doesn't happen often. I'm trying to think. I feel like I have though. But I thought, like, it was a, a chopped lip at first, and I was like, no, no, but it didn't bleed. They bleed, right?
0: Nah, they just, I think, like, they bump up, and then they turn into, like, a scab. It's your body's, like, response to, like, letting you know, like, they Yeah, I did a little infection.
1: research, and it's not as, like, uh, as quote-unquote nasty as people think.
2: I'm trying to think, because I know, like, I remember people getting them regularly, like, yeah. like, from sleeping with the fan on, like, normal, like,
3: <laughs> the right, that's, that's, listen, that's the
0: excuse to I, I don't know that, about on. that one. That was a little different. Yeah. <laughs> I got oh, yeah. mad fans at home and they ain't never <laughs> had one. All
1: right. So uh, I'm going I'm to give you all two more questions and then we're going to go to um, breaking or in the news because this is something that I wanted to bring all up. Nah, we got to so. do
0: word on the street.
1: Oh, you want me to do? Okay. So let me ask two more questions. Eh? Yeah. All right. So I asked the lotion question, right? Like when you lotion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Toothbrush etiquette. Okay. How many do you have? I got one that I use and one in the tuck. Okay? I got 3. That you use? Yeah. yeah. I got a, I got a shower toothbrush, I got a sink <laughs> toothbrush, <laughs> and I got a work toothbrush.
0: Yo, you a different brother, man.
1: Why? Cuz you got a shout, you brush your teeth in the shower? You know why? Because I like I like to brush my teeth just to get that nastiness out of my mouth. But then if I eat he something. You be-
2: like he in a music video. He wants the, the water running Listen, down his face. But if I do <laughs> that, so I do, that, I do that in the
1: shower. But chances are, and I, used, I stopped recently, but if I'm drinking coffee and eating food before I leave the house and then I'm going to go see somebody, I should probably brush my teeth again. In the Wait,
2: shower, though? Wait, you guys though? brush before you eat or after?
1: I do both in the morning. I do before. I do before. I
0: brush my teeth, like, like before I leave the house. That's the last thing I do.
2: So you eat before you brush your teeth? No,
0: I don't eat breakfast, so it's like. Oh, okay, okay. Uh Okay, so
1: what? Uh,
2: I have at least two. How, how, Wait a, how, a minute, do
1: you leave your toothbrush on the sink? No, I have a. Uh, I put the little case around the, the top of it, and then I put it in the container. What about you? You
0: leave yours? I leave, on I
2: have a toothbrush hanger. Yeah, I just leave it there.
1: I don't leave it close to the toilet.
2: It's not close, but yeah. it don't really matter. Because you
0: know, some people don't know, but it's got that ten foot radius when you go number two. Oh yeah, no,
1: I, I think a lot about backsplash. <laughs> oh. Back, backsplash is a real thing. It's not even that. It's different
0: if it's yours, but if it's somebody else's.
1: No that oh well, yeah that's It's bad no matter what but
0: it's different if it's simple.
1: Right. That's why I don't no, do country. Right.
0: Don't have seven layer dip at the Super Bowl and then oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. oh, <I'm laughs> one more the
1: time. Super Bowl. Party. That's
0: nasty. <laughs> that's nasty too. All right, anyway. Uh
1: and then how how often are you rotating your toothbrush? Oh, that was my that was I was
0: thinking about it in the back of my mind but then I forgot the question right after you asked it. I rotate mine every 3 or 4 months. Okay. Star? I think that's the normal time Minimum the
2: every time I go to the dentist. Um, but I usually do it before because apparently I brush aggressively.
0: Uh, so, the, hey, so you got the ugly bristles?
2: It, it get real ugly real fast. Yo, you I'm know, like, dude, I just You need to be
0: chewing on it like a little three-year-old? Because you, know. you,
2: you got to go in the circles, the rotation. So your
0: bristles like spread out.
2: <laughs> yeah because yeah, you gotta do the rotation hey, i don't know why but him, him telling you that your bristles spread out kind of
1: sounded disrespectful because br- <laughs> no.
2: people be brushing their teeth back and forward like horizontally you gotta rotate that mug you're supposed to go in a circle use a soft one uh no not too soft
0: used- Like <laughs> not too
2: <hard>.
1: medium <laughs> you need medium oh my god okay so last question or well not last question but last question for right now um we brought it up last episode and i was i was too scared to like get into detail but now the stars back we can just have you talk about it by yourself uh how do you constitute uh, good lady parts
2: i heard y'all talking about this um, is that or is
1: that like a real thing like when a guy comes back to his group of friends or even to anybody and says oh she had good you said the word earlier i'm not gonna say it what did i say it started with a v
2: Vagina? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can use the word vagina, sees.
1: Okay, so when a guy goes, if back...
2: you can say elbow, you can say vagina. Okay, so oh
0: when no, a guy... no, you got to flip it back the other way around. What constitutes? Oh yeah, well, what's, what's good what constitutes? Yeah, good. What's good? D. Good penis. Yeah. Good penis. Like what, what,
2: what is, is good it? Good
1: pe- what, what does a guy have to bring to the table for you to? We'll get call most... it Pena. <laughs> That's the last name.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm like that is not the like, translation. Pena is the
0: last name. That's Spanish uh-huh. for pineapple. <laughs> Pena. Is it? Oh, okay.
2: Pena, but <laughs> Pena is the last name. Um, I feel like honestly the connection is like more important than anything. Um, and then All right. thank you, Steve. No, <laughs> uh, like the connection is more important. Like you know, the yum got to be on point. The stick got to be on point. The the interaction, the energy got to be on point. It's just like it's more about energy. Yeah. So, cause you know you could have somebody who has like a good looking member. And then just be like, but it wasn't like.
1: Mm. So you like you, it
2: looked more exciting than it was.
1: So you've seen the trailer that the movie didn't live up to.
2: Yeah.
1: Hmm. That's a good way of putting it. Yeah. Gotcha, Carl. And then let's just go back to for for the man side. What, given uh, Star's description, what would you say needs to be encompassed in a good uh, vagina? <laughs>
2: Real thick but
1: Are you doing that thing that your friend said you'd be
0: doing? <laughs> we need be not trying to answer the question. No, 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 no. <laughs> I answered it head. last time, so we want to know from you. No, nah, you answered it last time. No, you didn't. We, you want, did. a, we want a refresher. No. Uh, <laughs> did not. <laughs> no. Um, I think, I, like, I, I agree with Star. I think feeling is everything, man. I mean. Feeling that's that's the most and i mean we could be realistic for 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 oh i have an answer never mind we could be realistic for both sides like i feel like sex is different with and without condoms, but make sure you're being safe and make sure that you're in a long-lasting trusting relationship with your partner what if if you're you're not not going to well that's the thing too
2: like you can't just be like you don't get no sex because you're not in a relationship you know
0: this is deeper than because especially because of that though like i was thinking about this and i was talking about this with my girl it's like like when do you just decide if you're gonna have intimate relations with somebody without using the condom? When it's like, all right, we're not gonna use one anymore because it's not like I don't think anyone goes around saying like, okay, no, no, so- wait, 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 wait for real. <laughs> I don't think no, anyone. Like- no, no, wait. I got have this thing. I don't think people go around asking like, well, let me see your last test. Oh, I do. Do you really? Show me the Carfax. <laughs> yeah. See, you ever ask somebody? If- let me let me see your stats from.
2: But or or like, let's go together. Absolutely, this is my body. And if nothing else, I need to know how to protect myself.
1: All right, Star, you you interjected that. No, I can't say what I wanted to say. Yes, uh,
2: you can. No, I can't. Back uh, it up. Hit, hit me with a rewind. Nah, uh, <laughs> it's me too. <laughs> <laughs>
1: nope, still can't.
2: <laughs> I was like, "That's the longest reason." You rewound that VHS to the very beginning.
1: So no, so okay, so tell me this then. So in my mind, good. Um,
2: Vagina.
1: thank you um is really like what the girl gets out of it not more more or less me because if you ask me it's not there's not too much difference in between it matters like if you like somebody or if you don't so then for you it's like you like to
0: be the person pleasuring someone yeah you get more fulfillment out of that versus after, what after it that, that i'm done
2: I can right.
1: i can go home Word on the street. Interesting. <laughs> no, no. That, that, you know what, <laughs> what I mean? Because for every... Some people... You know what I mean? And this is getting, like, real, real deep. Because we... we no, talk- there are
2: some dudes who be like, all right, I'm done. Good day. And you... And you but hold on, no. hold on, hold on.
1: Let's get serious about it. Because even if we talk about sexual deviance, there's some people that just get, get off off of weird stuff. So yeah. why are you guys giving me the side eye? Because I'm like, well, it ain't really about me.
2: I don't think that's a side eye. I think that you... Um, So when I hear that, I think that it's almost like you are denying yourself physical pleasure. Not denying your, but like you know what I'm saying. Like, oh, it's not about me. It's like no, it is about you, or else you wouldn't need to do anything. Well, don't get me
1: wrong. Just because I don't like it, just because that portion of it isn't as significant, doesn't mean that I'm like nah, 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 never. So for you, the definition number two and everything leading up to it
2: feels pretty bomb. So for you the good definition of a wo- another woman having good vagina <laughs> is that she is pleasured. Yeah. That that
1: Because that then creates a sense of fulfillment within me that if that, that makes w-
2: her vagina bomb. So then you go run it to your friends, bruh Oh no no no. The way
1: she hey, reacted hey, no, was hey, priceless. Hey, hey, listen, listen. <laughs> hey y'all know me. I ain't telling my friends nothing. <laughs> I'm just saying in a general sense, that's probably what happens. I don't share those stories with nobody. Yeah, I don't
2: know Especially if who, I really liked it. He just Dude, go in there so slam it all he, up in Because then your boy go come around like, hey, girl. Kobe! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know who tells anybody anything like that anymore. But uh, Oh, no, it
1: happens. I get calls and texts all the time.
2: From somebody they actually like or just somebody that they were excited to smash?
1: Somebody who they were in the moment excited to smash and that I wouldn't be surprised if later on they ended up dating. Because yeah men do stuff like that all right they they put up fronts and then you know what i mean they they switch I was it like,
2: up never try me yeah you know exactly baby
1: <laughs> it's like that one joke the comedian told where he was like he went out to the club with his boy and he's like oh i'm about to go smash then he don't hear from his boy in a couple of weeks he was like you ain't hanging out with old girl are you he's like, hey man don't call her that you know like her <laughs> name is susan you know like that that's just the thing that happens
2: I suppose.
1: Okay, so we're going to do your word on the street. Is that correct, Star? Word on the street. Word word on the street.
0: Listen, if you guys want to submit your word on the street, you can also submit I it to us via audio on our Instagram. Or if you have our phone numbers, you can send it on there,
1: too. We have iPhones.
2: Exclusive.
1: I don't know where this new Carl came from, but I'm amused. It's
2: 2019.
1: Uh, it's the new me. Do you want to give us any information about your word on the street before we play
2: it? Come on with us. Nah. Oh, they do it. All right. Hey, y'all. Just Chris Starr here with Grown Folks Business, and we have a word on the street segment. So what's your name? Where are you from?
3: How you doing? I'm Joshua Richard from New Orleans.
2: Joshua, what was that?
3: Joshua Richard. Richard. Yeah.
1: Is it spelled like Richard?
2: Continue.
3: It is? No. He oh. Oh, how do you spell that? R-I-C-H-A-R-D. <laughs> so it's like really Richard? Richard? No. <laughs> it's really <It's> Richard. Richard. <laughs> Richard.
1: Is Richard the name that you can also be dick?
3: Yes.
0: Yes. Does it
1: anybody is. know why? Just real quick. I
0: do. No. Okay. I'll look it up while All right, All right, cool. Cool,
1: cool.
2: Hey, Richard is talking. Richard, excuse me. Okay, here we go. So um, we were having a conversation. You were telling me about some of your like dope travels. You talked about Thailand, DR. And I was just wondering, for 2019, what are your travel goals? For 2019,
3: I want to go to Vietnam.
2: Okay, and why Vietnam? When I,
3: when I choose a place to travel... I, I I I look at it and see like what the culture has to offer. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm looking to go somewhere for a cultural experience and stuff like that. And I don't want to. I don't I don't do like the resorts or nothing like that. I like to stay with the people. I want to see how the people live. Mm-hmm. I want to um. I I, I just want to. I, I want to see like the different side that you don't see in the United States.
2: Okay, so, like, you want to see beyond the storybook mm-hmm. of what they show us their culture is exactly. like.
3: Exactly. You know, like, because my, my, when I go to these places, I'm looking at, all right, these third world countries, they don't, they, their money is not equivalent. How mm-hmm. how they living? You know what I'm saying? Like, right. y- I, I I go to places, I see people, they have internet, they have video games. I just wanted to point out internet. <laughs> 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 the internet. Yeah, I just
1: wanted the to internet. point out. I internet. will actually, we'll <laughs> take a step back. I wanted to point out the the first, mm-hmm, and internet. this this dude the way he talked, he could be a personality himself
3: he is a personality (laughs) computers and stuff like that but yet they don't they don't make as much or nearly as much as we make in America and stuff like that and and they don't make as much as the the poorest person make in America. True, but but they can afford these things. So if they can afford these things on how they living, then what are we doing wrong? These things, not not just that. <laughs> like you know, how can I make what I have stretched the way they do? You know. Okay. Facts. So
2: what is it specifically about their co- their culture in their country that attracts you to so,
3: Vietnam? I'm a cook, and
2: he I, said he can make some shrimp and grits, y'all. I'll let y'all know if that's, that's
3: true. That's m- that's my my that's one. Wait, have you found it yet?
2: No, I don't. know. I haven't found out. When was the last time you talked to Rashard? That was like December. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was around Christmas, probably. Not my best. Not dishes, probably it was. But I I I
3: I I in the last couple of years, I recently tapped into the wild game market. So I cook like ostrich, camel, gator, oh, deer. Oh, where, where do you find this meat? Gator. I order this meat. Bro, on I order this meat from a specialty <laughs> shop. You order stuff. the yeah, meat. I order. Oh. Okay. <laughs> His accent is everything. So, so, like, I like to go to other countries Uh because they cook a lot of exotic dishes and stuff like that. And I like to eat. And I want to taste their stuff and stuff like that. And it's it's like a, like, when people ask me, like, where did I learn how to cook or why do I like to cook and stuff like that, I always tell them. Like, you ever seen somebody, they took a blank piece of paper and they just drew a picture out of nothing it was like the most amazing picture you ever seen and Mm -hmm. stuff like that to me that's how i express my art when it comes to food i could i could take anything and i could just make it into something so delicious that people just like it
2: all right well y'all heard it here girl folks business word on the street back to y'all
0: i just wanted to read this real quick why is dick from richard the name Richard is very old and was popular during the Middle Ages. In the 12th and 13th centuries, everything was written by hand, and Richard, nicknames like, and Richard nicknames like Rich and Rick were common just to save time. Rhyming nicknames were also common, and eventually Rick gave way to Dick and Hick, while Rich became Hitch. Dick, of course, is the only rhyming nickname that stuck over time, and boy did it stick. <laughs> <laughs> I still don't feel like Put that a,
1: That makes It doesn't no, make sense No no no, no, no.
0: I still Just like Will is like You know Or Bill is like William You know what I mean you know, Y'all never know, knew Yeah that? I knew yeah. that But None of those things
1: make sense But you know That's the English for you You gotta go Handle that, Carl.
0: Okay, got you. Anyway, but y'all go ahead and continue about the gate in
1: the game. So, start what? So, based upon your question, it kind of sounded like he just wanted to see the way other people Mm live so that he could have a better understanding on how we live here, which I think is great because I feel like we could have the same amount of money in our bank account, the same experiences, but to be able to see, like, how bad it could be and not to, like, uh, benefit off the plight of other people but to really just kind of be thankful for what we truly do have in a very macro sense. Cause if we look to our left and our right, those examples are going to make us feel like in some ways that we're deficient right. or that we're missing out on something. But if we look at, and you know, I always give people this example as as uh, people of color, like had we been born just in Africa where we claim so much to want to be connected to our lives would be drastically different.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so we're really fortunate in that way. That, so I feel like that a lot of the stuff that we could complain about really just isn't truly warranted
2: uh yeah it's it's always very interesting because like when i do travel to other places you know the thing that sticks out to me the most is some of the most beautiful places in the world are third world countries Mm -hmm. um you know being i was in cancun uh this was a couple years ago and you know we're driving to the resort so we usually stay on the resort but i like to have my experiences with the people so i do venture off but in this situation, we were driving by and there were construction workers uh, working on a road. And, you know, when we have construction workers over here in America, you see them using the the jackhammer the and like breaking the concrete. They were breaking it with a hammer, mm. a handheld sledgehammer. And I was just like, this puts things in so much perspective because we're spending so much money at these resorts and people are still utilizing old technology like that. Like we have electric technologies, and uh, yeah, so it, it just it does put things in perspective. But not only that, I like I like trying food of other culture for sure. Carl, I'm always here for food.
1: Carl, what's <laughs> your motivation for traveling?
0: Um, I think knowing that my motivation for traveling is knowing that we only have uh, one opportunity to do everything that we want to do on this earth, and you don't get a second chance. So I think for me, it would be it would behoove me. To uh, not, you know, participate in traveling and stuff like that. Yeah, <laughs> I want to see if I behoove. get to it. It would behoove me. No, nah, but, I mean, that's the thing, because I would love to see the world. My grandmother before, you know, well, even now, she's still traveling at... You know, uh, her her age. I'm not going to reveal my grandmother's age. I thought she
1: was going to say in rapid yeah. speed. Yeah, I was yeah. like, <laughs> yeah, shout out
0: to granny. But she went on a world tour probably about five hey, or six years ago. You know what I mean? She more? went to France. She went over to the Middle East and stuff like that. And it's like those experiences, I want to be able to have it. I think the only thing that scares me is that we watch the news. But then there's some places where you got to, you know, you got to be – uh, on top of it and making sure you're looking at what's going on in their political climate and stuff like that because Demo 87 he, he went traveling when mm. he went to Marrakesh he was sick. He said he he didn't sleep for, for, for more than two hours at the time
1: because I, the places he was staying at was odd. And hey, that's why I don't like people sometimes. When he came back, he was international deep. But when he was out there <laughs> right. he was crying for his safety. He was the like, way Yeah, he was I just got back.
2: But he also got that haircut too, so you can't hold it <laughs> yeah. him. he was a new man. The way
1: he
0: explained it was like it was like something that came out of uh, Call of Duty or something like that, one of the maps, the way he But had this to is think why it.
2: also like you have to trust who you're traveling with. And who's making the arrangements. I like to travel with slightly bougier people Mm. so that I know that we're going to stay somewhere that's on the level of booze. Which is
0: crazy that you say that because he said that the reason why they stayed where they were, they could have stayed somewhere better, is that the guy was trying to cut corners and save money. Of course, yeah, that's, and that's
1: typically what happens is
0: yeah. you, you, and you
2: get what you pay for. Yeah, you lose every certain, time. You
1: lose certain luxuries, and sometimes that luxury, when you're in another country, is your safety. It's when, crucial when you, when you try to make it a cheaper trip.
0: Yeah. Where or, do you
2: want to go this year, Carl?
0: Uh, I'll probably stay here this year, but then next year I want to go to Africa. I just don't want to do the shots. That's my yellow idea. fever burn like a mug. Yeah, see stuff like that. Like I, I be, I be I, the shots get me more than anything. Um, but I do, I do want to do some like local in terms of like our country traveling. Do you know what I mean? Still, mm-hmm. I've I've never been to Miami of age. You know what I mean. So I'm trying to go out there of
1: age. Don't don't waste your time. Let this. I up. love and Miami. No, Miami. I'm trying to go. I'm, I'm I had going. a great time. I feel like it's worth. I, had a, I no. Don't get me wrong. I had a great time too. It's just I don't like it. It's expensive like Vegas. It's you a know. hustle. The yeah. whole
0: thing is a hustle. It's like Vegas. You know what I mean. So anybody on the East Coast, yeah, but it's let like. Vegas. See, I
2: I did Miami, Miami. So I like asked the locals, where y'all partying tonight? What y'all doing? Mm. And that's how we did it. So
0: you ended up like in like a North Park part of Miami. Because uh, only people was, that go downtown are the people that are visiting or the people that live there, really.
2: Yeah. She, we were we were way overdressed. That's she all was, I She
1: was Harlem shaking with a white dude with dreads. <laughs> not that time. <laughs> hey, and, and he wasn't a
2: Rastafari. Right. Okay, <laughs> not that trip. And he yeah. de- and he
0: definitely <laughs> had shells at the end of his dress
2: See, Where you want to go? <laughs>
0: this, this year? Mm-hmm. I'm trying to go to Japan. So we'll see. I can see that. You got the knees for D- Japan. What does that mean? Now, the Runaround.
2: Around.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's time for the Runaround,
2: the y'all. The Runaround?
1: Star, I'm so glad you're back to do the follow-up. Runaround? Because <laughs> I wasn't very good at it.
2: Oh, it's okay. I'll teach you. But I'll uh, have to charge.
1: All right, so we're back for the Runaround. And since we've been kind of out of sorts, whether it be people missing or doing guest appearances, or even losing episodes, um, we <laughs> we haven't had a chance to do trivia in a long time. So you guys want to start with that? Let's do it. Sure. All right. So today we're going to play another segment of... Why didn't that happen? Because you're not plugged
0: in. Why not? <laughs> Are you plugged in? You got him. Yeah, I thought so. Oh, make sure it's in. Make sure the volume's up. All oh, that. There it is. Yeah, you
1: wasn't up. No, I just muted it right now. Hold on. There we go. Yeah, it's still not working. Oh, man. No, I'm just playing. I didn't press it.
2: <laughs> 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 and I'm looking like, oh, do it usually turns purple? It
0: ain't even loud enough. Go ahead and do it one more time. Ah! There you go. Got it. Oh, my goodness. Are I we just... are we too cool to go over the rules now? Go ahead,
2: Carl. Let's see if no, do, we go, do we need to No, do we need to go I'm over the rules? No, I'm going to hear if you still got it after all I still all got the juice. Hmm. I know it has been. Carl. It's been a while since go I ahead, said it.
0: Got Got him. We're playing the first to two. If you say got him while that person is reading the question, then that person who is reading the question has to stop and you have to get a chance to answer. If you get it wrong, the person gets a chance to rebuttal. First to two.
2: So what happened to breaking up the monotony?
0: Nah, that's that's when we, you know, explain what the runaround Whatever. was. Whatever. All right. <laughs> Live hey, my- who who
2: won last time?
0: Uh, I believe it was uh John. John won. Yeah. John was here. Yeah, I made that up. I don't know who the hell is. Everybody's like, "Star, star, one, star, one last time." Thank you. Let's do it. Okay, you guys ready?
2: No, because you know what? seats ask questions. They always extra. Go ahead.
0: Not as as extra as Vinnie Loveland. Oh yeah, (laughs) Yeah. we were like, I was sitting there thinking, I was like, "Jeez." Um. Hmm. All right,
1: you guys ready for this? Yeah, let's do it. All right, go ahead. Mm -mm. What was Walt Disney afraid of? Black people. Got him. Black people. No. That's a terrible joke. Mice. Star. That's one. Carl, are you going to play today? <laughs> I, I am playing. Why did you say that? That couldn't have been your answer. <laughs> I just didn't know
0: what it was. Okay. Okay uh did you really knew that or you just took a best guess i just figured because i think
2: a lot of times people do weird stuff around their fears yeah so mm. the fact that he created mickey mouse and Minnie mouse was like it was just too random that makes sense
1: all right i want to get one where i don't want it to be this quick but <laughs> <laughs> oh okay i don't want to be toxic <laughs> what is the only english word that ends in the letters mt
2: I feel like I I've seen this before, but I can't remember. Mt. Ooh. I give up.
1: Carl, I give up.
0: Dreamt. Mm. I was a, I was over here like prompt.
2: What about attempt? On a. Exactly. PT? Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, what is the shortest complete sentence in the English language? Got him. Go ahead. Shortest complete sentence. Mm-hmm. Hi. Close. Yes. No. It's go. Oh, oh I was gonna say
2: Jesus wept. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: um. Let's see. Okay. So just listen to the whole thing before you say anything. What is the s- the symbol that we commonly call? The pound key. What is the actual name? And I'll give you a clue. Carlisa's family should know. Oh. <laughs> Never mind. I can't tell this because if I say it, it's gonna, they're going to know what his last name is. But it's okay, in there. So we'll nice. skip it. Yep. Sorry. That would have been a good one if it was just us.
0: It was just us. Yeah. Uh, this is us. This, this is us. <laughs>
3: he said right. my whole so, government
1: so too, Carlises. <laughs> well, no, because I, I was listening back to the episode when somebody said Cecil. I was, like, <laughs> it all was right. probably me. I Sorry. was like, all right, Crystal. No, I I,
2: <laughs> <laughs> like, what's wrong? Where are the you? Get back? Back I, I, I will tell you, my family nickname is Missy. And I was on the phone with my dad and he was like, Yeah, Crystal. And I was like, Do you not love me? Yeah, it hurts a little. Why so. why are you calling me my government? <laughs> Go ahead.
1: The opposite sides of a die. You know, like dice. Always add up to what number? Y'all should know this. Got him. Go ahead. Four. Nope. Got him. Go ahead. Seven. Perfect stars. Boom! Winner.
2: Get on my level. Get on my level. Get on my level. <laughs> on my level. Uh, I got the juice now. <laughs> <laughs> Ay, that was pretty <laughs> good. Fun.
1: That was pretty good. And
2: the only reason why I did that is I just did the math. Like, if it has to be six, if six is the greatest and one is the least, mm-hmm. seven.
1: That's what I was saying. If it was one of those things where well, you'll figure it out sooner or later.
2: Oh,
0: you said add up to always.
1: Dang. He, mm-hmm. So it's like that a, three, didn't make a no three, difference. a three and a four, a five no, and a two, a six and, it and a make one. No difference. It make crazy. no difference. <laughs> you don't act like <laughs> you's go get a roll. Oh, I got it now. You's go get it wrong oh, no matter what. Start. Hey, start. You know what that means, right? What's that mean? You get me next
2: time. Ooh, you just be ready. I've been waiting for that moment.
1: All right, so this is gonna this is gonna be the first. This is gonna be history in grown folks business because we're actually getting ready to do breaking news slash the runaround. Okay, sorry. I should have known. Yeah. So let me go ahead and. Uh...
2: This is just Chris Starr. Big Mouth seeks. It's your boy Normal Carl, with in. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Hey, everybody always jacked that one up too. I was gonna say, breaking
2: up, like, I looked at you and I was like, he's always chastising me for calling it breaking news. I think it was Carl. I
1: was always like, follow your lead, so I'll let you go boo, and I'll be like, breaking news. (laughs) (laughs) News. Okay, so this is what I've been wanting to address with you this whole time. So at the Sundance Music Festival, Mm -hmm. they premiered a four hour documentary. Okay. On a one, Michael Jackson. Alleging from his two previous accusers, non-accusers, accusers, accusers, and I say that because they came out with the allegations, said in court that it didn't happen, and then said that they were forced to give those statements, have now put out a documentary that at the end, the whole crowd gave a standing ovation to. Now, I'm just wondering, with the emergence of surviving a certain gentleman, Mm -hmm. we won't even give him no shine, and everybody really uh, having a, a like a, a connected front on saying, you know what? We're all getting rid of this. Like, I, I've seen more people now say that they're not listening to said gentleman's music anymore. Yeah. Um, in a more connected way than I've seen at any point during this whole debacle. And we've been hearing things literally mm-hmm. it seems like every single year. Right. So you're a huge Michael Jackson fan. Uh, yeah. So the question is, if these things are true, are you getting him out of here? What are some of the issues you have with that and why... Why does it seem like we treat him a little bit differently? It's
2: because he's a
1: what? Okay. So I'm just kidding. We're going to let uh, you go last. Because oh, wait. This is the runaround.
2: runaround topic, oh, my God. Why? I feel like yours
1: will be the most significant because we didn't.
0: Anyway. You can interject if you want to. No, she I mean, can't because this is a runaround. No, I'm not interject. I mean, but you can re- rebut without us even responding. So you get to hear Yeah, that's what I said. I you guess. should go
1: last. Okay. What's the question again? Just what do you, how how do you feel about it? Because I feel like differently than some other people, where we were really quick to get rid of them. Like Mike, Michael's been able to skate, and there's still not to say that anything in this documentary—I've never, I haven't seen it—is
0: mm-hmm.
1: to be true. But I just think it's very revealing that a lot of people are getting the tops blown off of some of these things that we were uh, like speculative about, and now we might be getting some type of—if re- not proof—reinforcement. I'm interested to see. I didn't watch the other one, but Me I will either. be watching this one. I want to know. Go ahead, Cease. No, you're going first. Why are you going to tell me? Because I just I just created the topic. I'll go first. You're going to press start? So who's going first? Just go, go ahead. Start. So huge Michael Jackson fan. think he's one of the greatest things to ever happen to music. Um, but if this is true, we got to get rid of him. We got to get rid of him, and we got to stop being so nostalgic over people who would, wouldn't pay our bills. You know what I mean? Like I feel like if we are going to create a future For the kids that we either care about or have in our own personal families. Like, we need to start setting the example that if people are doing stuff like this, it doesn't matter how talented you are or how many moments that you've had in the limelight. Like, y'all gotta go. And I'm glad to see people, like, getting rid of people and making it so that their money streams stop if they're out here doing nasty stuff. So... Yeah, I don't know if it's true, but I'm interested to watch, and I'm hopeful that if these two young men did have that experience, I'm glad that they're getting the opportunity to share it and have that release. I don't care who it is. All right. I think that this talks uh,
0: really into the society, or this really speaks to the society that we live in right now. Um, In terms of, I mean, you know, Michael's gone right now, you know, and I think for him, it's kind of like. Um, his legacy for him stays in place because, you know, through death, it's not like he's going to be able to reemerge and, you know, pay for the actions that he has now. I think the people who are the biggest losers, you know, if these things are said to be true and stuff like that, um, are his family and the people who benefit off of his estate and stuff like that because that's where his money, you know, is left off to. So these are the people that you know have to continue, and his kids, you know, these are the people that have to continuously live with these shames. So yes, we have to get Michael the heck out of here. I think if you know these things are tr- are true, but we also have to be mindful that you know we can't make his family uh, out to be you know the victims of you know uh, the victims of you know, the things he's done in the past previously. So those are the things that I want to be cognizant of.
1: Hey, go ahead. Pull the mic closer. Let us know when you're ready. That's <laughs> a deep thought.
2: Okay. Um, this one is hard for me because uh, I actually was having a brief conversation about this. And it's really unfortunate that this is happening after he passed because unlike the other person who is unmentioned he's not alive to state his case or or say anything and I feel like that piece is really unfortunate and I feel like if what the the whoever comes forward because I don't really know anything about this whoever whatever they say coming forward when you say that it happened and then say that it didn't happen and then say that it happened again like you're really cheapening the experience of other survivors who are coming out mm. because you are making it that much more unbelievable for people who are coming out. And it's just, I, I, I don't know. I don't know what to say or think because unfortunately he's not even around or alive to really state his case or plead his, his, what you call it. I, I don't know. I don't have a clear answer.
1: So I know this is a run around, but I want to tell you something else that's really, really important. Mm hmm. If I had to give an opinion on just based upon the research that I've done, Mm -hmm. I'd say that this is complete. And I'm just going to say this is complete bullshit.
2: I feel that way, too.
1: So this is what the other issue that I have. And I had to say this because I brought up the topic and it seemed like it was like leading in a certain way. And it probably even seemed like I was like leaning in a certain direction as it pertains to my opinion. But if you were to then read the details from one gentleman in particular about the events and the interactions that he had, whether it would be with Michael or Michael's estate leading up to then coming out with this film. It sounds like he was
2: trying to get some money. And, and it's really unfortunate because these things are happening to people in real life. And, you know, we, we'll never know the truth at this point, which is point number one, the one that you bring up about how
1: this affects other victims in other arenas. And then number two, This is just me reminding folks that when you see a headline, and I'm saying this as a victim of this, is that I saw that headline and I I shot that text out to at least four different people. And then after I did some research, I said, I'm embarrassed. Because had I done some research, I would have saw that mm, it's a little stretched. Perhaps this, this this is a little funny. So just keep that in mind, whether it be with somebody that's living or deceased, like if you are going to then spread information as fact. And again, I think we have this um, responsibility here on this platform is to do your research and know the different ways that people could benefit from having a story be portrayed in a certain way.
2: And I feel like, you know, unfortunately, we're going to be putting him the same category as the other person who we're not talking about. Um, but there was proof in the pudding for the other person. Yeah,
1: there was a video.
2: There was video evidence there for, for, for Michael. There were a lot of allegations, none of which were founded. Yeah, Se- and then, several and none of them. And then several of which people came back later and saying I it. made an allegation and that was false. Yeah. So it's a whole different ball game. Yeah. And, you know, I, I'm all for the believe women. I'm all for the. Everything like that. But I'm also for the truth. Yeah. And I'm also for real justice. Yeah. So that's Look, my piece.
1: The first question was just to see if you was going to give him a pass. And then the follow up statement was more so to just like let people know how you can get caught up in some of these like storylines and not really be giving people there. I mean, because uh, before it used to be getting your fair day in court. Now, now the, it's the probably more of the be... public yeah, opinion. You, you want to get your fair day on social media first. Yeah, absolutely. Chris,
0: Chris Brown's most recent incident is what pops into my head. Okay. Hey. All hey. right. Listen, we're going
1: to leave it. The around. We're going to leave it. No, I wasn't going to go that okay. deep into it. Uh, anything else you want to add? Uh, No. All right, y'all. This has been another segment of The Runaround. All right. Anyway, so moving on. Do you guys want to hear, like, silly funny or funny that's cold? Both. I'll take both. It's content. Okay. So we're going to do funny that's cold first, right? Okay. So just listen. There's a video. So... Michael. I'll set the scene, right? Family members, friends, close associates—they're all gathered around for a celebration. So you just got to bear with me for a minute while we go through this.
2: Oh, Happy, birthday. Uh, Happy birthday! Happy birthday! Woo! <laughs> <laughs> I know they're at the out? They just took a shot. Oh wait, we take it? One! More. One. one, one, two.
1: They just took another shot. I already
2: took it. I know I do. I hate
1: how it gets dead
0: silent.
2: Y'all, I would just like to thank y'all for coming here. That's it, that's
0: all you (laughs) want. Like, I really couldn't
2: ask for better friends. I really couldn't. Y'all are seriously the best. And I would like to thank Santos for making me realize that I deserve so much better. Because every single person here Knows that you were trying to talk to some girl named Dennis (laughs) about being friends with benefits. Like, literally, all of us have seen screenshots and screen recordings of everything you've sent her, especially within the past few days, and how you were sexting her and sending her videos. You literally sent her the same picture you sent me today. That's bad. Oh, and he sent it to her before. Yes. Figure it out. We're over, (laughs) and you can get the fuck out. Get the fuck out.
1: Okay. Carl I'll ask you first Because I already know What her reaction is Was she wrong For putting him on blast Like that
0: Uh, Not if Not well Here's the thing though The way that he went about it Everybody else knew So it's I think of, I, my, But did my, they
2: know Because she, she told, told them, them Or did they all just know That he was We don't to know the
0: answer to that uh, I guess She no. said we've all seen The screenshots We've all seen the videos Everybody in here knows
1: it and so, okay, so like the context is important, but you I feel like you could tell by the body language of everybody else in there. She had to put it on Twitter though. And she she set this whole scene up, had somebody recording it the whole thing. And
2: And the, it wasn't a good delivery.
1: And this is the trip part about it. And I want to ask you this. She
2: should have just started playing and I was your lover and your secret. I didn't
1: play the whole thing, but then some of his friends were there too. And they were couples. So if you're a couple and your friend just got put on blast, do you leave with him or do you stay? You stay, Carl. Hey, look, I'm me and my girl. We at the birthday party, and I I invited you. As a matter of fact, I'm leaving. You leaving? Hell yeah. What if you were cool with but both if of I, us?
0: But if I bought food, <laughs>
1: <laughs> but if
0: I bought food and it's on his way coming out the kitchen, and they did that in the beginning, I might stay you gonna get a plate yeah i'm going de- yeah because they look like they were somewhere nice or, or were they at somebody's house they were at somebody's house like oh. Airbnb party all right. well, well, if okay. they had seven layer dip i'm staying
2: <laughs> no i <laughs> no, to mean to be serious i, I would actually leave. i think that it was wrong just because i thought it was in- entertaining doesn't mean that i didn't think it was wrong uh i feel like all personal matters should be handled personally unless of course he was out here out here like, well, the one
1: thing she never said is, I know for a fact that you cheated. She said that you were talking to this girl, you sent her a picture, you were sexting, but he never actually like got a chance to cheat. He ain't got an opportunity. He was going to. He' bout to. Well, he'
2: free now. Yeah, he's free now. <laughs>
1: All right, y'all ready for funny silly? All right, this gets real silly. Just bear with me. This is a commercial. This is like, a- hey kid,
2: would you like some drugs? The first one is free. Want
1: to check out my van? I got some candy. Real commercial. Hey, kid. Wanna join our gang? And spray paint under a bridge?
2: No! No! Bug off, man. I'm going roller skating!
1: <laughs> it gets better. Watch,
2: listen, listen. I wanna be addicted to what crap? <laughs> because we roller skate today, we will go to college tomorrow. Prison is full of people that have never roller skated. <laughs> that ain't true. Roller Kingdom
1: in Reno, Nevada, keeping your kids off the streets since
2: 1999. Hey, they ain't been I in the hood. I say no to drugs. I say no to games.
1: I say no
0: to unplanned
1: pregnancy. I say
2: no Wait to Wait a minute. Medicine.
0: Unplanned <laughs> <I> say no <laughs> Unplanned I is say crazy. Yes to
2: Man, this Brawler Kingdom is really putting us out of business. (laughs) You said it, man. This deal sucks. But you know what? Maybe we should give up this life of crime and start... roller Skating! See, that right there, my kids ain't going. Because if y'all going, my kids ain't going. (laughs) See, you lost me right there, sir. Y'all can keep that because now the drug dealers... And the the gangbangers and the spray painters—they all roller skating. Mind my, you,
0: the gangbanger was eight. My
2: favorite part is when the little girl said, "I say no to reefer."
0: <laughs> they don't even call it that anymore. Hey, but that's a that's a real thing. I don't I don't even think kids really go uh, I don't go roller skating anymore. Really, they, do they don't.
2: But World on Wheels was full of hood dudes <laughs> who went in and out of jail. This is
1: true. So I remember back in the day, going roller skating was like the lick. That was the spot. Yeah. So that's an old trend that kids don't really tap into, and I even know adults used to get hyped to go out and go roller skating.
2: Still do in
1: LA, yeah, it's like a thing. You get your old school skates, you be out there, you be moving, you do the choreographed dances with your home. It's it's a whole it's a whole vibe. Yeah. So, what are some other trends that you guys remember from being younger that you wish would come back?
0: Trends like as in like popular things anything to do. games
1: that you used to play, sayings that you used to have, clothing that you used to wear. Traditions Oh
0: I definitely um, I miss playing tag And I definitely miss Tag like, or both.
2: high go get it Both
0: Both Because <laughs> You at,
2: answered that too fast and, Yeah, e- both. E- both. E- both. Both.
0: Both. both 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 I had better speed back then
1: <laughs> <laughs> Oh that's funny. Hey, hey, Your response was pretty quick this time
0: Yeah <laughs> Yeah I didn't like the fact that I had better speed Nah cause it was cool Like you know You, uh, you would be out I think cell phones have really, like, ruined, like, the fact of, like, kids being able to make up and, you know, have games with kids in the neighborhood. You know what I mean? It's really, like, getting to that point where it's, like, like, even, like, how the Barber was saying, like, man, when he was talking to that young man, he just felt incomplete without his phone. It was like, bro, you can have a regular conversation with me. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can go outside and, you know, hit up your friends and stuff like that and be outside all day. I right. remember only coming in the house just to drink water.
1: And then
2: come oh, you'd have to drink from the hose. I was gonna say. we're in the No, house. I'm just kidding. We nah, didn't have to. We yeah. had. We
1: had to, if you come in the house, you stand in the house rule. That,
2: that was, was your that rule. Was,
1: that was my grandma's rule. Like, don't don't be coming back and forth in this
0: house. You ain't
2: you... going back and forth with you.
1: Yeah, I do also miss having
0: imagination.
1: Oh, I still got a, a really good imagination.
0: Like I would, I would pick up a stick and I'd act like I'm fighting like 50 dudes. You know? <laughs> 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 yeah come on i'm not the only one don't no, do you it right, you, <laughs> right, you, you right. be outside fighting 50 dudes you know what i mean doing all your bl-
1: <laughs> doing
0: all your moves
1: oh man that yeah. was that was the thing that's for sure star what's the trend you want to come back
2: um i miss jump rope in double dutch mm. um you miss barrettes No. (laughs) As many times as I poked my eye out with barrettes, swinging my hair like Snoop, but the barrette would come around, boop. Um, (laughs) I miss, we used to have water fights on my block Mm. and uh, I really, really, really miss water fights. I think there's a ghost in here.
1: Okay. I was like, I just don't want it to fall over. Oh, oh, mind. That's okay. Yeah. Um,
2: Yeah. We used to have water fights where like our block was shut down. And it was always the guys against the girls. Mind you, I was, like, the only girl on the block. Yeah. So then it was me and my cousin Tracy against, like, 15 dudes.
0: Dude, I hated the process of filling. Like, if you had a water balloon fight, it'd take forever to fill them all up. And they'd be done in, like, two <sighs> Have minutes. Have you seen that new hey, con- careful with the, uh, the light right there.
2: Have you seen the new contraption where you, like, hook it up to the hose and there are a bunch of different, like, spouts on it and you put the balloons on it and as soon as you turn it on... All the water balloons fill up at once. Are you serious? Like That's seconds. a dub copyright. It's amazing, but it's also like, this is why kids don't understand patience. Yeah.
1: Because
0: mm. if you had to have
2: a water fight, you had to really want a water fight. Because you had to sacrifice an hour to prepare for a water fight. And
0: you had to have three or four people. Cause if and, you had one and then guy you'd be proud.
1: And when you got done, you just sitting there like,
2: Dang. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Oh, man. What's one thing you missed, Cease? Oh, um, house parties and slap boxing. You would have slap boxed. No, that's tox- tell you- that's toxic. No, no, no. no. I'm gonna tell you toxic. why though. Like, cause dudes be all out here like wolfing and talking about what they would do to one another. And it's just like, well, we don't want to see nobody get hurt hurt. But if you wanted to like exhibit that dominance, like go out and slap box real quick and then dap it up afterwards. Mm. That's what we used to do. How old were you when you went to your first house party? The first one? Yeah. Younger than I probably was supposed to be. I don't remember. Was there alcohol there? Probably. It was reefer, <laughs> <laughs> the reefer. Yeah, reefer, that it, reefer is that, funny. If that if that tells a story at all. Star, so how
0: old were you when you went to your first house party?
2: I mean, is there a separation in house parties? Because like we did house parties, but they weren't house parties. Nah,
0: the ones that you went to were just your friends. Yeah, yeah. Or uh,
2: probably like 16, 17.
0: Okay. Did you tell your parents the truth where you was going? Yeah. Okay.
1: All right. So next question. Y'all on the freeway, right? And you getting off on the exit you you getting in the line where you at or you cruising up in that next lane that ain't actually in that lane to then cut over when somebody ain't paying cutting attention. Cutting over. I'm cutting over. Okay. That was when
2: they're not paying attention and when they are. Boss.
1: Yeah. Alright. So that was just a little silly one. I appreciate that. Um, I'm doing the same thing. So you are a person with a kid. I'm a mother. Yes. And you get with a partner
2: oh, that doesn't
1: have a kid. I remember this one. But that wants one. Is that your responsibility?
2: To give them another kid? Yeah. If we decide on that, yeah. Well, not our responsibility. It'll be our decision, too.
1: Can you change your mind?
2: This is rough. um, Because I've heard of a couple situations like this. Um, I feel like you always have a right to change your mind. But it is not fair if you entered into, let's say, a marriage even more specifically under the presumption that we were going to at least try to have kids. Cause of course you can't play God. You don't know what's really going to happen. Mm-hmm. But if we were, that's the
0: second time I heard that. That's good.
2: If we were, if we decided to get married and we talked about having kids and that changes for one of us, we, like we're going to have to really sit down and talk about that. Cause I feel like as much as we love marriage to be about love, it's also very much a business arrangement. And you go in with certain things in the docket that you both plan on doing in your lifetime. And so for one person to change on something so drastic, that's deep. I, I, I don't know how people come back from that.
0: And I, the, the sad part is, is that there's someone that I know that has spent, you know, a considerable amount of years with somebody. And then I think until recently, uh, they realized that this person, you know, or this person, the, their partner said, like, I don't think I want to have kids. And then, like, just to see them say, like, man, you know, I've already invested X amount of years. It's more than five. And it was like my chances of finding someone else and having kids, you know, in the next two or three years is very slim. So I might as well just stick it out with them.
2: I say live your best life. Be free. Fly, Pelican, fly. If that's something that's really important to you, that's not going to go away. Yeah. And are you going to be on your deathbed, hopefully at over 100 years old, with that one regret?
0: Are you gonna have
1: resentment towards that person for changing
0: Absolutely. their mind later on? You know what I mean. That's 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 the the piece that I always think
2: about.
1: Do you feel like people who really want to have kids and don't have them can actually get over
3: that?
2: I don't know. Like I know some, get some over it, aunties, except... like the age range of aunties who wanted kids and they never got it. And I think that
1: are it, they living their best life?
2: Some of them are, but I do feel like, especially for that generation, like I feel like that was a pretty Big, like you're not a woman till so you have kids. Like it was very much part of just womanhood. Mm-hmm. And now with our generation, where you have more people being like, "No, nah, I'm good. I'm good. Love. Keep the kids. Keep <laughs> the diapers." Like you know, it's it's a different framework. But back then, it was kind of like, "Oh, you can't have kids. What's wrong with you?" Or you couldn't find nobody who want to have kids with you. Like it was very much like put on them. would let that
0: happen to me though. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> but yeah, so I don't, I don't know if you can really get over this season's cracking himself up. Self-ass. I don't know if you I've really been get over that. It all episode. Uh, oh, even dear. waiting for the oh. opportunity. Yeah, I don't know. Cause for me, like I've always said, like having kids, like I can't have something. I think I said it like in episode three or something. I can't hold something as a goal that I have, uh, that I don't have full control over. Yeah. Like I can't, ha- I don't have control over the man. I don't have control over his member. I don't have control over my reproductive system. If it want to receive his his sperm, I don't have any control over that. Right. And so, you know, I don't hold that as a goal, but that's not the same for a lot of women.
0: See, based off of the story that you know about this person that I know, uh, do you think it's fair? <laughs> I think it's fair.
1: Yeah. You think so? Yeah. Why do you think
0: it's that?
2: It's fair to change your mind?
1: I think it's fair to consider doing something and saying, yeah, I, I, I could see myself doing that. Because that's all you can really say. You can't say that you're gonna do it because you don't really know what your circumstances will be when that time comes, right? To say, like, I'm open to it or I want this. What
2: part is fair? I think I'm, I'm just confused.
1: Well, he's asking the question. I'm part? saying, do you think it's fair for that person to be able to change their
0: mind and now, they, now the other person that they're with, they're they're basically stuck? Uh,
1: Do I think it's fair? Yeah, because I have a kid. So technically, you have a kid too. Mm. Now, it may not be your biological child, but then I might have gotten to a point in my parenting where I said to myself, not i don't want to do this again i don't, I don't want to start I, over i don't know if i could it's different
2: too like that though, was even hard you said that's like, a very oh, real thing
0: what
1: starting over so it's like one of those things where
0: you, with
2: a kid especially like if the kid is already like a teen or even see, over seven you'd be like dang and we're <laughs> acting like the,
1: we're acting like the caveat is that the person has the kid i feel like you even have a right to say when i got into this relationship i wanted to have kids now i know you a little bit better i love you but i don't know if i could love you and then you have to be a parent also like you, you just on the brink of maybe getting on my nerves, and if we had to raise the kids together, then this ain't gonna work. Is mm. that a thing? No, that is a thing. I th- I feel like it should
0: be. I feel like kids like change the relationship of that people have. Of course it does. Like, like definitely. Of
1: course. The it person does.
0: you love may not be the person that you love continuously if you know you have kids and you don't like the way that they, the way they parent. You know what I mean?
1: I mean, and then I could see some people being like. Extremely dedicated to a relationship because they want to have kids, having kids, and then feeling differently about that relationship.
2: Um, I mean, like
1: I put up with you until you gave me a baby. Now I got my baby. I could, I could take my baby and your money. Maybe I look. I'm, I'm jaded. I know. I'm yeah, like, who I'm are jaded. you right I'm sorry. now? I'm, sorry. I'm like, I don't even know how to respond to this. Yeah.
2: Um, I think, I think relationships are already work. And I think that if you bring another child Specifically one that you are totally Responsible for into the mix That's another level of responsibility To you, yourself, the relationship And now the kid Right. Um. But I think it's also up to you as the parents To say hey We are having a kid How are we going to make sure that we're meeting each other's needs too?
1: How do we make sure that If a person says they're going to do something In that arena that they're actually going to do it in the first place What do you mean? Like you could sit there and have all these conversations about what we gonna do.
2: People lie all the time, but also it's you like lied before you got here. I did. Yeah, what I lie about?
1: I'll tell you off
0: fair. <laughs> that pinky. <laughs> I'll tell you off here. You all He's getting away from salt daddy
2: to pinky daddy. Oh
0: man, pinky
2: daddy. Um, but I don't know, and and in their situation, I don't know. Are they married?
1: Mm-mm, mm-mm. They just y'all not ma- I feel. I feel like if hey, we messy because we always talking about real
2: people. Yeah, <laughs> that's why it's grown folks business, and that's why people in res- your business. That's why
0: people respect us though, because it's real conversations. Thank you know you what I mean? Like, but I, I look at it for what it is, man. I feel bad for that person, but I feel like hey, if you, that's real love, if you're willing to sacrifice something that means so much to you, you know what I mean, and be like, you know what, I'm willing to risk those things to continuously be with this person. Um, it only that real works love though. I think it is because I you feel just like get, the
2: definition of love is choosing to like love is more of a choice than it is like a feeling. So for me that's like a an emotional I
0: I I don't know. I don't know about that. Can we can we have a real conversation about something that I I don't want to seem insensitive about it. We won't take it to a fire a uh, a full degree but you got I'm going to give you two runarounds. Two 2 minutes. Do you feel like women are legitimately trapped in certain situations cuz we always <sighs> use that term like women are trapped. But we never say men are trapped in situations necessarily. It can happen, but are people legitimately trapped? You know, if there's no domestic violence and stuff okay. like that and no threat of, you know, harming someone or, or them losing, losing their life, are you really trapped? I think some people oh, wait, are trapped by that.
1: Can we pause real quick before you answer that question because I had to ask you guys about what's going to happen after you answer that question. So are we going to do breaking news? We could do breaking news or save it for another day. Or we can get into that topic that I was talking to you about, about somebody texting me something, asking me a general question, but asking specifically about me. I said we do,
0: we got 10 minutes left on the time. I say we could do, we could do both. We can extend it out for another 10 minutes and be good. Alright. All
1: right. Go ahead.
2: I think that people feel trapped when you've been living a certain lifestyle, which is that of a two income lifestyle and have to really think about what that looks like as an individual. So like if me and Babe been living together and our rent is let's say twenty five hundred because we got you know, two people contributing.
0: Right.
2: Well let's let's go twenty or two thousand. Paying one thousand each is very different from moving into something of that caliber by yourself and now paying fifteen or sixteen hundred. Mm-hmm. Um
0: here in San Diego, those market or in, in, in a place like California. I was going to say, because our down south
1: listeners is like, where they live
0: at? <laughs> right. I've they all these they on Mars. Like,
2: uh, no, I was just 600. clarifying. I'm not, I'm not a I, I was just qualifying. I, I, think, I think it's trapped as a feeling. And of course, when your safety is not at risk, obviously, uh, it's a feeling. Mm-hmm. And people aren't really, nobody's willing to let, or people aren't as willing to let go of what they know for the unknown. Right. So I think it's not necessarily trapped but it's more fear of like what does this even look like mm-hmm. after I've been living in this situation for so long what does freedom look like Yeah is freedom is the grass actually greener on the other side mm-hmm. or is this better to just stay here and be in this state So I think it's more the unknown than it is trapped <laughs>
0: I think what I think what gets me the most is like when you hear that and you see that it starts to really reveal that people are afraid to take risk. Yeah. A lot of people are afraid of taking risk and a lot of people, you know, take comfort in, you know, uh, what they already have and not trying to strive for more. But if a situation is no longer working for you or if it's bad for you, you know what I mean? I think we we as a people, we lack the skills, you know, to to actually do what's right for us. What was that story that you had to say, though, Cease?
1: Okay, so uh, I want to, well, yeah. Uh, okay, so somebody sent me a text the other day, right? A good friend of mine, actually. Well, I'm going to say her name. Tr- it was, it's my homegirl, Trish. Uh, hey, she's, Sarah. She stays out in Long Beach. Trish is very, um, well, I guess it doesn't matter. I don't want to give context. I don't want to make it seem like I'm, like, making a loaded statement. So this was the text that she sent me at thir- on Thursday at 545. It says, can I ask you a personal question?
2: Uh-oh, it's already going downhill.
1: This is my good friend. So this is the first thing. This is my good friend. So I already know it's a loaded statement. Right. Right, And it's probably a statement that I'm probably that I'm more or less going to be offended by. But it's like, I asked for permission. Right. So we're you getting it, we're We're getting into like communication etiquette and what she actually said. My response. Absolutely. The question was, why do you think black men don't prefer dating black women? And so I love the way she posed the question, because the question is typically why do black men like dating blank women and her actual question in this instance was why do black men prefer not dating black women as if that's almost as if to say like I'd rather date nobody than a black woman which I don't think is true Mm. I have an answer I think we need but to. I, we, I don't know if y'all ready for this. Though.
0: I don't know if I'm ready for it either, because most people don't even know this was part of the unreleased episode that we never put out.
1: <laughs> Kinda. Oh man, it's it's. You know what? I watched it, but it, but it but it's coming back around, and I feel like you know. What do you think, Star? Well, I want to. I
0: I'm wanna,
2: not a man. I
1: can't. I
0: want to give you something that I heard from uh, somewhere else. I watched uh, Nick Cannon on one of his things that he has on YouTube, and he was saying that. Uh, black or black men specifically, they look at you know white women or women of you know different ethnicities as a measurement of success. I don't think that's it. And he said that you couldn't, I've heard that. And he said, like, I couldn't have you when I didn't have nothing, but now that I'm even moving towards something or I've already got it, I'm in the league or something like that. I don't know about that because I I know some trash dudes, yeah. But but I'm just saying, I'd be
2: like, keep him, sis, (laughs) keep him.
1: Yeah, I'm not rolling. I'm with you, Star.
2: Keep him, sis. Is <laughs> you, funny. you can have it. You can have that one. Oh, we not mad about I'm that about one. The title is
0: keep Him, Sis.
2: <laughs> we not mad about that one. Go ahead.
0: Oh, so what?
2: what you,
1: that's what Nick Cannon said. What's your take, Carl?
0: Um, I don't necessarily know what the reason is, man. To be honest, wait, with so you. wait. So you
1: feel like that's a. a, a-
0: a fact? I don't think it's a valid statement because I think I heard the numbers like uh, it was something. I don't even want to mess up these 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 figures that, that I heard, but it was like 70 percent or 80 percent of black men are married to black women. And then so I like I feel demographic like quote.
1: We're y'all, not
2: using y'all about that. I'm about to be mad at stated. what i ready to say. So go, ahead, go, go ahead. ahead.
1: Get it all out. Who's the hardest woman to sleep with? Who's the what? Who's the hardest woman to sleep with? What do you mean the hardest woman? Uh, if you had to pick a, a group of women that was the hardest woman to sleep with, what would you say?
2: I don't think that's the same across the board. I know what you're going to say because the black women that you know typically have been raised at a higher caliber. Okay, so
1: again, and, 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 and I'm, glad, I'm glad that you threw that tidbit in there because I can only give my perspective. I'm never trying to speak for all men. So I'm just, I'm asking y'all the question based upon what I feel like my answer is. And I feel like it's implied in me asking the question. Right. So what so would you go say? Ahead. No, what would you, I'm asking you a question. What would you say?
2: I, I think any woman of caliber is hard to sleep with.
1: Carl? Yeah, I don't even understand what type. Of I know question what you're, you're getting answer. at because I feel, I feel like
2: stereotypically
1: black women are the hardest to sleep with. Stereotypically, and a lot and yes. a lot of and y'all are talking about dating. A lot of dudes end up in relationships. I couldn't tell you, I couldn't name on 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 one hand how many friends I have in my close circle who like sought out the relationships that they ended up in. What do you mean? They were initially trying to smash, and they ended up liking the person
2: did they smash immediately or was there a process in the smashing? I feel like men are more willing to put up with the process for non-black women than they
1: are with black women. Same, same uh, premise though, is that that process usually for a lot of black, from my experience with a lot of black women don't involve you guys actually being physically intimate until that woman knows that they have you.
0: Uh, But I think that, that I heard another point that I think is well, uh, that that was well spoken of, but if you're gonna venture off and, and date someone that's not of your culture, because this see this But guy- again, again,
1: are we making data dating synonymous with going out and trying to have sex? That's the question. And I feel like what we do is is we focus on the end result, the relationships that manifest from any type of interracial interaction. But I I would venture to say that the majority of them start off with a dude trying to go out and get get it off and a lot of the times that just happens easier with women of other races and that's not necessarily because those other races are more inclined to do it all money give an example of, of of us two if we're out the majority of the women that are going to be around us aren't going to be black
2: women
0: why
1: because we're in san diego okay i get where you say that that's why i want
2: but the there's enough i was at marsha last night and i looked around House of Blues was full of nothing but black. And 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 she just answered your question. So we're not going to a place.
1: At a, at a, at what would typically, like when I seen those tickets, I was like, oh, that's a black event. Even, even though maybe she didn't set it up that way. But if you just go out in a Mm -hmm. general sense, like it's a Thursday and somebody says, hey, let's go out. You're not going to go see Marsha Ambrosius. Right. And it's not going to look like that. Right. And as a matter of fact, the majority of the time, what is that?
0: This is timer. I can't get it to turn off. Like, whatever. <laughs> you
1: you wanted to use the timer so bad. So badly. And uh, now it's telling us that we need to get out. It's
0: like, nah, brother, you got to get your own.
1: <laughs> hey, do me a favor, press all the buttons on it. I am pressing all the buttons. Can on. you just throw it outside?
0: Yeah, I'm about to do something. Satch, <laughs> <laughs> come get this. Just throw it. Yeah, I'm about to take the button out of it. You want me to help you out? Yeah. You got long nails. Anyway.
2: Yeah, I don't I don't know. Um, I still do think, I think that's a a easy way to skate over the, the ideal, but there are actual black men who state out of their mouths, I do not want to date a black woman. Oh, and yeah. that's very... It's common. I, I wonder say why,
0: though. That's the thing, though. I wonder why that... But isn't is it,
1: is, aren't people entitled to that? You don't feel like other races of men say that they don't want to do You're it. entitled to not say to it, the but same I think it's, degree cool, I it think it's black See, So, But then that's what I have an issue with is there's no way for you to quantify that specifically.
2: You can quantify it by looking at data, not from blackdemographics.com, <laughs> no. but <laughs> there's a reason why there, there's data Asian that- men... And black women no, are the no, no, least no, likely no, to be married no. across the board. No, what why is you, that?
1: Wait, wait. Why is that though? <laughs> she just made up a fact, though. That's not
2: that's no. Not you a said that up. there's
1: data that says that there are men out there that say they don't they don't want to date or black men don't want to date women of their own race. That you know you've never seen that data.
2: I I know men who say that.
1: No, but you just again you you qualified that by saying that there was data, and now you're going back. I said there's. You've common. been doing this all day too. I no, I
2: it. never said data about that. Cease.
1: What did you say that there was data about?
2: I said there data about. Black women and Asian men having the lowest rate of being married. But That's then why, the data. Why, why, I said. why would
1: you bring up that information to qualify the statement that you had previously said, though? Because that, that seems kind because, of coercive. No,
2: no, no. Because what happens and is divisive. in most cultures, you or in most situations, you date who's around you. So in a lot of cultures, especially back before more more current times where neighborhoods are way more mixed, you lived around your own kind. So there are just people who are dating people of their own race because that's who they lived around so then when you look at statistics that say like for some reason asian men and black women are being left out that means that even in our own communities where we live around people we're being left out Mm. so not necessarily that that is the 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 direct causation of it, and you know causation versus correlation that's my thing but there if if the numbers are so high. We can we can look at our 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 friend group. Mm-hmm. Ask the black women you know who is in a relationship or who is on the brink of a relationship. Because even in my circles,
1: I think I have I have a because uh, that that's really asking a different question. Because the first question was black men and their preference, and then you're going into why aren't black women in relationships? Well, because because black I,
2: I, men are in rela- I know a lot of black men who are in y'all relationships
1: y'all just don't want the dudes that want y'all.
2: That's not true. It's true.
1: Sorry, because look, you know what I know. You know what I know about you and about about me, and what I know about men, and as it pertains to you, guys see you all the time and get mad excited. You have things to be excited about, but they don't
2: holler at me. Mm, I don't know. Name one. I'm not rolling. Name one.
1: I'm not rolling. I would sorry, but you you can't you can't then use that argument because it's not like we're out on the regular where I would get to observe that happening. And I think what you would probably do, and this is just an assumption, is probably out of sight out of mind the dudes that you didn't even feel like was worthy of talking that's to not true i i again there's no way for me to prove that that's just my theory
2: it's not true i think
1: dudes holler at you all the time
2: it's not true and i, I think, wish it were true i
1: think you know where to go for dudes to holler at you all the time
2: the dudes who have hollered and, at- and more
1: importantly i think that differently than the plight of what a lot of black women say their experience is i feel like you're the type of girl that guys of other races would actually be into
2: they don't holler though
1: i'm Mm. I'm the
2: guy i'm the girl that other races want to smash well okay like they'll come up and be like oh you so beautiful oh my god Uh, but like you're not trying to get with me and so and
1: so that's the other point that's the point that i originally brought up to you and i feel like for a lot of black women that is what you recognize immediately and for some women the fact that a guy wants to smash means that he might like me at some point so again that's just my theory can't prove it No, that's just my theory. And it may not be applicable to just you, but I'm saying from my perspective and knowing the women that I've dealt with, I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty sold on that.
2: Yeah, I I don't know about that one. Cece. Um, I oh no, think, and I and
1: I know most people are going to hear this. They're not going to be rolling black women for sure about the get me get me all no, the way. No, but I mean,
2: like, am I am I difficult to sleep with? Yes, I'm not like opening up my legs to just any and everybody because hey, STDs are up real. Up top,
1: up top, we, we high five into being S- hard to sleep
2: with. STDs are real. <laughs> Your emotions are real. Um, and you know, at, at this point, like for what? Yeah, like I'm 31. I don't. Really? I don't need no new friends like that. Yeah, yeah. Like if it's if we're going to have something, it's going to be meaningful at this point.
1: And you're going to figure that out before you give up the box.
2: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but it's um, it's also just like.
1: And, and so can we? Just, I, I'm just going. But to, I don't
2: think that has to do with the preference. Like when, they're literally, like I think I think part of it is that people you know, are afraid to raise black kids. Listen, no, no, no. In and, this era. So I'm, I'm gonna tell you something else.
1: I feel like it's very sensational to hear a black man specifically say that he has a preference out of his race. And I feel like we would not bat an eye if other groups of men, like if you heard a white dude say that, you'd almost applaud him for saying that he like, wait, wait, let me finish, let me finish, let me finish. He had a preference of black women. So I feel like when we do hear black men say that, as opposed to just saying that's that black man or the those black men, we like to then say black men Period, and I do not feel like that's fair.
2: I feel like when I go out and about, I see way more black men in relationships with non-black women. But
1: then, what what is to say that that was the first time that he had dated a white girl, or
2: it's just the it's the visual, or if
1: it's it's it's. But do you okay? So you say you see that um, equally here in San Diego as you do in L.A. Uh,
2: I haven't been out in L.A. so long; I can't really say. Or even
1: down south, and so so okay. Thank you. I'm telling you, there are places that I go to. There are dudes that I know where they think it's funny when they see dudes dating out of their race. So I'm not going to just say that there's not a lot. I'll say that there are a lot of brothers dating out of their race. I've done it before multiple times, but I'm not going to say the majority. And what I will also say is that a lot of women say that the man they want is dating out of his race, but that's not to say that men black men aren't hollering at them. They just don't want them. And I feel right so. Ain't Be picky it, I if you just want think to. people
2: aren't dudes aren't hollering in general now. Like I just I think that's But just... you know
1: but you feel like they're not hollering at black women or just not hollering at all. Well this is I,
2: I got both. the have
0: you guys heard of uh NPR or Pew uh Pew Research study? They do so like they do like fact based study? Yeah, it's coming down real hard. I wanted to read this excerpt to to further this point real quick. It's like a real quick paragraph. And black has one last piece of advice for the love, the love Lauren. The big challenge I think that we as black women face is that we are socialized early that you look for a good black man where black men or black boys are socialized to look good uh, to look for a good woman. So if you're getting that, that, that message from birth, you're really looking for that. And then he exists. He's out there. He's available to you. But what he's good. But is, is he a good Asian man? What if he's a good white man? What if he's a good Puerto Rican man? You're limiting your potential by not opening up yourself to dating someone who is different. I think also based off of what they were talking about is that for, I think the prerequisites or the requirements that some women may have, I won't even just say black women, that some women may have is that you have to meet, you know, an expectation, whether it be financial, whether it be where you're at in life and stuff like that. So is it that black women are picky because it's not the man that, you know, the the black man that they necessarily want and the one that's trying to holler at them isn't that guy? You know what I mean? Those things I think we have to quantify, too, because I look at the people that are actually saying it. And it's like, oh, well, you know, you got to give this brother a chance, too. Sometimes you're not going to just find you a diamond.
1: And, and let me just add to that on the on the reverse side, is that
0: not
2: every
1: brother that dates out of his race is like
2: anti black women
1: or anti black women mm-hmm. or like dating like a, a dope chick that's like of another race. That's real. So you I, said
2: they're not dating. A, no, a no, no, no.
1: So <laughs> I say so I say when I see a black dude and he goes out of his race to date. He's just going to date somebody because, you know, more or less he he likes them at whatever point he established that. Right. And I feel like for a black woman to date out of her race, she got to get like the best one. So speak on that. <laughs> like, you're not going to date the frumpy white dude. No, he going to be
2: bae. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
0: you just said that. the uh... No,
2: but for me. So what I actually pulled out was um, I have my list of the the type of man that i wanted to to manifest for my life let's hear it
0: i want it i'm interested
2: okay you want me to read the full list yes okay
0: or maybe maybe five i was gonna say you don't see this
1: list yeah let's do five let's do five that was more topics than i came in for the
0: whole future
2: husband and life partner (laughs) my wants and needs for a partner so i'll read the first five that came up well maybe not so the first they're uh, mostly in pairs driven and ambitious Mm mm-hmm I'll read I won't read cuz there are sentences on it. I'll just read the list, not the the justifications. Driven and ambitious, provider and protector, passionate and loving, healthy and active, curious and explorative, solid family background, enjoys living luxuriously in the finer things in life. Let me
1: pause you right there. What if the ugly dude had all those qualities?
2: Is he cute to me?
1: <laughs> no, he he's not an attractive dude, but Maybe you met him before you seen him, or like you talking online or whatever. So he, you knew everything lined up. As a matter of fact, they put you in a room, they blindfolded you, they said, "We got somebody that has everything that you want." They l- lined up all the. Stacks. My, you open my your only eyes thing and is,
2: he... I might procreate with him. That's...
1: no, <laughs> no. But you know what? And it's so, uh, and it's funny too because you're skating around it because Survival two, be two no. ugly people can make a cute kid.
2: They could. they could. And he and all his innate quality and all his innate qualities. Are... They
0: could. It's possible. I, I'm sure Seal can have some like really great kids. But Seal has kids, doesn't
2: he? And plus, like, the thing on his face, isn't that, like, a a scar? Okay, and
1: and we're getting to... So that's
2: not him being, like, an unattractive dude.
1: Could you date the ugly dude that checked off all your
2: boxes? Um... Tall, handsome, fit.
1: <laughs> that um, and then the So scroll listen, down. listen. I'm not, I'm no, no, no. not, I'm
0: not going to
2: speak on
1: it. But I think we hear what the problem is. No, no. no. Well, well, here's oh, so now
2: we got to date ugly to be wanted. Like, <laughs> no, is that what you're saying? No, the I'm, only way that me as a black woman can have somebody is if I date somebody. No, ugly? I
1: feel like Carl, it, Is that what you're? No, it, it, I feel like no. Or, I'm, I'm fooling. I'm fooling. Uh, in order to make the but argument, you have to everybody. realize that not every. I
2: don't think anybody wants to just date ugly people. Period. If you end up loving somebody who's ugly, you end up loving somebody who's ugly. But you're not gonna just be like ooh, let me find the ugliest man in the room.
1: No, no, no. And I'm not, I'm not, I'm not gonna put this on black women. I'm speaking on women from what I've observed. Is I feel like a lot of women that feel like they're single, and this is like not even what we were talking about.
2: I feel like the only guys who talk to me are are good looking guys when they do. Like I don't feel like
1: you
0: got your run of the litter. Then at that point, you live no, your
2: best you life. No, you still don't. But you know.
1: So Carl, why why do why do black men prefer not dating black women?
0: I don't think I think that's a myth. Okay. Because I the the stat that I heard Charlemagne saying, the stat that I went and looked up on NPR and Pew Research, you guys go and look and see if they're legitimate or not, black is that that's out of all is. the men that are married, all the black men that are married, 80% of them are married to black women. That I think that's a very high number.
2: What's and, the percentage of people in our generation who are married?
0: Well, that's the thing. Our generation isn't getting married that much. So
2: how does that stat apply to current?
0: Oh, well, you got to look at other outside factors, though. I mean, people are women so are that, working long or are, are in the workplace now. But
2: that so that shows me that that specific statistic is more common for people, maybe 40, 45 and older. So that does not apply to our generation.
0: And maybe even 30, though. I don't think people a lot of people How many getting-
2: people in your 30s, you know, married. I don't know a lot of people that get married. That's why that fact does that not apply. That doesn't make it not valid, just because no, it's our valid, gener- but it's valid for like our parents' generation. I
0: think we're, I think we are also more prone, like at, at, at in our generation, to sleep around and just be like, hey, well, I'll just figure out where life is. You know yeah. what I mean?
2: And that's true, but that's why looking, but at the those, but the on
1: black men, but
0: as they no, grow on people, but
2: yeah, as they, that's grow- that's the norm, but that's why a stat on black married men is not very applicable to people in their thirties because. How many people do you know in your thirties, black or not, who are married?
0: Hey, but listen, you may not know what that person's prerequisite is because you you can be my my parents used to say, hey, don't bring such and such home, you know, or this type of person home. You know what I mean? So if I'm not bringing that person home, that means that I'm not obviously taking them serious. And the person that I actually am taking serious could end up be, be you know be very well someone within my race. You get what I'm saying? So I don't think dating even quantifies that. It's the end game. If we're all looking at marriage as something that we're all aspiring to do or have or or having a lifetime partner that we're breaking half with, who's to say that, you know, we're just messing around for the time being? Now, I get what Cecil was saying that I'm just messing around with this person for the time being. But the person I see myself with long term is somebody of my
1: own culture, of my own ethnic background. I think two, two things that we don't give enough credit to is sex and slavery. Explain that, because I, I don't know how those two things correlate. Because we, we, we always, again, I'll go back to what I just said, is we focus on the dating. But the majority of interactions with people that you know, do those start with two people sitting saying, this is what I want out of a relationship, let's see if we can build this? Or do they have sex and end up in a situation mm.
2: Well, Well, I, I feel like most people who I know who are in relationships met online, so.
1: That's the
0: wave. So you think, so I, so you think, think that so you, most of
2: the time it is sitting down and...
0: So you think black men are turning off the black filter? Like, yo, I don't uh, want any black women in They're not on blackpeoplemeet.com. <laughs> uh,
2: but I, I do want... To, like, yeah, I don't I don't know. And the uh, other
1: one was slavery.
2: I think... Oh, yeah.
1: And I was just going to say that that is something that as a people, when I hear people say that there's no res- residual effects for people that weren't actually in bondage and slavery, oh, that's these are the type of things that have now manifested themselves for right? sure is that psychological of not know like, you know what I mean? Of feeling like I might be a person who just, if I, if, if nobody had any color, I might've only met one person that would have liked me and would have spent the rest of the life with me. But now I got to be single because that one person happens to be a white girl or a Mexican girl or an Asian girl, because my people are going to look down on me because I'm not with a black woman, but maybe I just haven't found the one for me.
2: I don't think that's only in black culture. Cause uh, we, we have even a coworker, uh who is mong and her one of her like her family is really like Mary-a-Mong, Mary a mong within the culture and i'm gonna tell and you so it's was... not necessarily in
1: you can you can go online right now and hear this topic we're talking about about black people mong people would have to tell you about it that's the difference we see it in movies we see depictions of it every single day so it's. I feel like in that instance, it's more impactful. Not to take away from modern culture, but these are two totally different extremes.
2: But also you have to remember. Like one is
1: consi- one is looked at to be a tradition, and the other conversation we're having is like almost people should feel, you know.
2: But also you have to remember that black culture drives culture. Sure. So anything that we do or talk about is going to be on a higher scene. In sports because and entertainment we But I don't think culture.
1: there's a direct connection in this instance. I do agree with that statement But that's
2: what I'm saying. Like, you're talking about, oh, we see it in movies, we see it in music. Yeah, because we drive culture. But which
1: means but it's, it's more impactful for us, in my opinion, because it's just always there. What do you mean? Like, we're always seeing movies or TV shows or whatever it may be. Where people depiction- look down on. Or no, where there's just depictions of the right way to do- go about it, where it's just like, you're constantly g- getting all these messages about How would you
2: who- feel about Hitch?
1: I thought Hitch was dope.
2: Because that's a movie where it was an interracial relationship and, mo- and there was no focus on the fact that Will was black and I want to... Eva Mendez, I think is her name, and that she was not black.
1: Now, okay, so this is where the whole slavery comment came in, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: What if Will was a uh, dark-skinned dude? You think it would have been different?
2: Um, I feel
1: like I know the answer, but I want to hear your opinion. The,
2: the answer you want is yes. I'm I'm trying to think of other movies in which I've seen this happen.
0: Um it's usually from what I see is usually the Darcyan guy that's always getting somebody of a different
1: ethnicity anyway.
2: Cuz I feel like everybody swoons over Idris Elba. Yeah. If it was Idris okay, people would have uh, like hey, yes.
1: To- totally different dynamic because we're impacted by slavery a lot different than people who grew up in the UK. Yeah, but I'm glad you said that. People don't
2: look at him and be like UK black. At the end of the day he black
1: mm no, I look at I him. Feel, I feel like, like he's a, he's, I feel like he has a debonair nature about him that isn't domestic. US, sorry, not rolling. And when I heard him say "literally," yeah, I was like, okay, I see. You know what I mean? Like there there's there's a there's a different aura that comes with him. He's a, you know what I mean. Even with his skin tone, he he has a lot of white connotations. Let's do this. And this is all like all over the place, but I'm glad we're talking about it.
0: Yeah, we're 20 minutes in. Oh, I'll, we
1: went over our tent. Yeah, we did. Uh, we're cool. just gonna skip breaking news. Then. No, that's
0: cool. I want to do. I want to do this as our next word on the street topic. What? Oh, yeah. Let's ask it then. I want to. I want to ask the. I want to ask. Yeah, the let's general ask public. the public cause we, I want to know the general public's consensus on consensus on this. We especially different. here in San Diego, where we're a little bit more. Uh, liberal in terms of dating, maybe than other
1: areas are, or California rather. Oh, and we have a crazy dynamic here because here in San Diego is probably like five
2: percent black people. It's
1: yeah, it's one of the more in general interesting dynamics that I've seen throughout California, and I feel like I've spent time in all parts of California, but San Diego is unique in a way that I just can't really describe. Yeah, we
0: got people from all over,
1: just like LA, and I think that it can represent
0: most major cities like San Francisco. We have
2: people all over like LA, but it's not like LA. Well, no, because it's like even uh, our our black people, our black population here is five percent yeah so la has a large percentage i want to say it's probably i was gonna make something up so i'll, I'll look it and up and just think about it
1: regionally like we're boxed in by la like mm-hmm. in order to get anywhere else driving you have to drive through leave san diego and drive through L A. that's number one right we're a military town so you got people coming from all over and coming then number three on. we're connected to a border Mm -hmm. it's a it's a crazy dynamic that i don't even people think people really and then and you think of all those different dynamics five percent black and i feel safe being black in san diego i never worry about it
2: and Mm, i have moments okay um but and i feel like you can't have this topic without really addressing the fact that it's almost rebellious to be black and beautiful in this era like there are there's such a big push on like making sure black women know that they're beautiful.
1: Okay. What's wrong with that?
2: That no other race has to push that because beauty is the norm. Every other race has straight hair. Every other race tends to have a a higher population with lighter skin. You may have your occasional people who are darker skin, but even their dark skin is nowhere near our dark skin. Mm. And so like there is when you just... Talking about beauty for black women. Everything about us is rebellious to some degree. Our hair defines gravity. Our, our curves, people pay for.
1: Well, no, and that's what I was going to say. I was like, I but guess. But they pay
2: for it and it's trendy for white people to have fuller lips and big booties. We got teased for big lips and big booties. Mm. But now that they're paying for it and it's a commodity, it's okay on them. If you think about it, even some of the big booty women now still get kind of like, "Well, that's too much ass. But it's natural.
1: Yeah, you know, and and that's interesting because you were talking about beauty. And I guess when I think about black beauty, I don't think about like those things. What do you think of? Like, I think of growing up and seeing like black women in church, like do their thing and thinking to myself, like nobody will ever be able to compete with that. That's a different experience. That's a different experience, though. But that's why I covet, like, that's how I covet the black woman. And you know what's funny, and too? And it's not for, like, these sexualized things that, or not all of the things that you mentioned were. But right. a few of them were. And I feel like that's what then comes to the forefront when we have these conversations. I guess my mind just goes somewhere else. This is personally my, this is my last point, but
0: this is one thing I thought about. For the men that we're saying that, oh, you know, black men, they don't date black women. I wonder what their upbringing looked like. Because if you don't have black experiences and stuff like that, let's say you grew up in, you know, the suburbs of San Diego or the suburbs of whatever area you're living in, and it's more culturally mixed and diverse, that means that you're probably going to take those principles and ideas with you into, you know, your dating age.
1: Well, I got a question for start As a young yeah.
0: man. You know what I mean? I, I think that's the case. I have, as, as a youth, I had more experience being around uh, people of different ethnicities and cultures and stuff like that. I mean, I grew up in Chula Vista the first nine years of my life. And then we moved to the Southeast, you know what I mean? So, and then I started seeing my neighbors that look like me. I went to school and had, you know, my classmates that looked like me, you know, and and seeing the girls double dutching and stuff like that. So then I grew up, you know, like with a sense of pride, like, you know, like these are, this is our women. These are our women and, you know, we are, you know, their men and even if i don't end up you know dating a black woman or or marrying one you know in the long run or whatever i'm always going to continuously have respect for them and whoever i'm with is going to always continuously have you know respect for them you know what i mean especially cuz my mom is black
1: and i feel like I, I even hate to hear you have to say that like i don't feel like i don't feel like other groups of people have to do i'm going to have a respect for my my white mom or my asian mom like we like to your point star like we have to then mention all these extra things just to qualify. You have to. That's just a society.
0: but that it's also living.
2: real because i've I've had experiences where white women with black men very clearly looked down on me mm-hmm. or gave an interaction like, yeah. I got him now. What and I'm like, I don't want him. What's mm-hmm. yes, up? Yes, Jules.
0: Yes, Jules. Mm-hmm. We're not gonna talk about that. No, we're not. But I just giving giving you that. But yeah, I mean.
2: like it's it's a real thing. You have to have a part. Sometimes it feels like you do have to like. Let's just be upfront mm-hmm. because the moment you talk down about them, you you talking down about my mom, right? Like, so it's it's very. And then you had a question, Cease.
1: No, I don't want to ask it more. For the uh, culture, we're, yeah, we're gonna do for the culture.
0: All right, my photo uh, for the culture today. Uh, there's a book. By a good friend of mine, um, her name is Andrea Roberson. It's called A Sister's Revenge. I'll read uh, just the the first little excerpt. Imagine losing a sibling. Now imagine the one who intentionally killed your sibling only doing six years in prison. How would that make you feel? Would you do something to that person if you were to see him, or would you just walk away as if something never happened? This book, I'm I'm pretty sure. Uh, I believe uh, her brother, you know, passed away due to violence. Um, and she goes into a little bit about that and in and in in our justice system. Um, you can actually purchase the book online. I believe it's available right now uh, for purchase uh, for twenty dollars at www.assistersrevengebook.com. And then you can find her also on Instagram on a sister's revenge. Um,
1: yeah, and that's it. That's 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 the, that's the whole name. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's the whole name. That's
1: the whole name. Star, you have anything for the culture? Can I go? You can go. Okay. So I have a friend uh, who's a dear friend of mine and she is very involved in the community uh, via her graduate program, specifically working with the population of uh, homeless adults here that suffer from mental illness, which is uh, considered to be a dual diagnosis, chronic Mm -hmm. homelessness and mental illness. Um, So I'm just going to read a little excerpt of an email that she sent me so the folks can get a glimpse of what she's working on and then ways that they can help uh, this particular community here in San Diego. So... Our agency, which is Housing Innovation Partners, is trying its best to help solve the homeless problem in San Diego, and our residents are all people who have been homeless for over a year and suffer from severe mental illness. Right now, our life skill classes are not very exciting, and attendance has been low because our funding isn't very good. I'm hoping the money from the fundraiser can help me give the residents art therapy classes, physical fitness classes, and employment opportunity training to help them uh, better heal and grow. Um, Thank you to Grown Folks Business for showing interest and support, um, and I value that support greatly. So, um, again, this is Housing Innovation uh, Partners. The event is actually scheduled to take place in March on the 5th uh, from 6 to 9 p.m. at McGregor's Ale House, and that's at 10475 San Diego Mission Road. Um, I'll send one of you guys the flyer so that we can post it out on social Mm -hmm. media. So you can do one of two things. You can buy the raffle tickets and you actually try to win something. All the proceeds go to Housing Innovation Partners. Or you could actually create something to be donated if you are a local business um, and then get your name out there like that. And guaranteed, if anybody hears this and they want to connect, reach out to Grown Folks Business. What's the email, y'all? GfBizPodcast at gmail.com. I'm glad he knew. I know, because I was going to mess it up. I was, was going to say, was, slide in the DMs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll be like, call Doug. And, call Doug. <laughs> um, and if you guys want to get connected with Marissa to be able to provide a donation or to buy some raffle tickets, by all means, don't hesitate to do so. Hit us up on social media. If you know us personally, run up to my desk, whatever it takes. Because um, we definitely want to be able to help this population. Because as we're doing this podcast, we just noticed that it's pouring down, raining. And I couldn't imagine having to live on the streets and not having. A safe haven or somewhere to go for some resources is something simple as a blanket. Yeah. Um, so I feel like this is a fight that we all should be fighting. Yeah. Star.
2: Um, you guys had some really dope for the cultures. I'll just say for the culture, make sure you share us with your friends and family. Y'all. Hey. Uh, we have some some dope things that we want to do. Um, some ideals are constantly brewing around here, and uh, we we really want to get to a, a really high level. In this podcasting thing we put out there on our uh, social media, iHeart podcast awards next year. So uh, it's going to take a little bit to get there, but uh, we can do it. Dream big. Yeah. Teamwork makes me, the dream work.
1: Tell him what else we doing.
2: He don't know. You Talking about what
1: I got on the phone? Oh, I don't know. What are you? Yelling? Yeah. Oh, okay. Is that what you're talking about? Uh-huh. Uh huh.
0: So this coming Sunday, February 17th, we have grilling with love.
1: It's going to be at the George L. Stevens Center. That, that's two Sundays from now. It's only. It's
0: going
2: to on the air when it airs.
1: Yeah. Oh, this, I
0: didn't know he was being slick. When this podcast comes out, it's only going to be four days away. Man, you got to
2: let four me Four days away. I don't even know when this podcast comes out. <laughs> 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 Real life. I was like, let me open nah, up my
0: planner. I stay ahead. Let me
2: open up my planner.
0: Grilling with Love. You can purchase your tickets at www.dstsandiego.org. Forward slash GWL. The tickets are $40. And if you want to participate, uh, by the time this comes out, you might be a little too late, but you could try. It's $100 to sign up to win $1,000. They got corporate sponsorships and everything. Mr. Anitra came in on the last podcast and explained it. So, uh, yeah. It and we will be there doing there a live podcast. There we go. Uh, at the George L. Stevens Center for Grilling uh, with Love. So, if you wanted
1: to come check out and support the grown folks and see some grilling with some love, Gotta and have by all means, on February seventeenth, come out to what's the name of the location? It's the uh, George L. Stevens Center. The George L. Stevens Center. Shoot them the address one more time.
0: It's I don't know the address off oh. the top. It's on the on the other card, but you can figure all the other details again at that website that I had, you know listed before.
2: And by the way. Happy Valentine's Day to all the lovers in the house.
0: Yeah. Every guy grabbed It's This is a hand. heavy-ass topic
2: for us to talk about on <laughs> I just looked at it like, damn, this drops a day before Valentine's <laughs> Day. Womp, womp. Uh, they
0: about to be sick. <laughs> we did not look
2: at this calendar before they, we they recorded. Gonna,
0: they gonna know why they ain't in love the next day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Where can they find us at, Star?
2: Y'all know, as always, at Grown Folks Business, and that's B-I-Z-N-E. S-S.
0: Get your merch. www. Get you one of those sweaters, or I mean, I'm sorry, those sweat. Tony got me two sweaters. Tony got me two. <laughs> Get those crew necks and hoodies. Black and gray are the colors. I got one on right now. They me looking too. fly. Star got hers on. So we out here representing. She's ain't got nothing on. Yeah, she's got all the gear though. He um.
1: So after a conversation such as the one that we had right now. I think I can. I think it's safe to say that I'm grown. I'm grown too. Shit, we all grow. And this has been another episode of Grown Grown Folks Business.